0: Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens one. And this fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode four eleven. Hopefully you guys had a great day. Got a fun guest tonight, tonight. You guys have seen him around the chats. Big Bob Grows. How you doing? You wanna tell everybody how you're doing and of course where they can find you?
1: Yeah, good, man. Um, I'm over on Instagram uh, at St. Uh, Bob's Grows, and then uh, on YouTube, same name. Fucking uh, just do the uh, little how-to videos. I started doing those, you know, like trying to help new growers and stuff like that. Then it turns into going onto these chats and just talking shit with everybody, you know.
0: Yeah, this community is a great place. That's for sure. <laughs> What you smoking on over there tonight?
2: What you got? Uh,
1: this is my tomato. Uh, it's a garlic. with uh, tomato 33, but it's just the pheno that I kept around. It's just super pungent garlic. It sticks in your mouth afterwards. Yeah.
0: Sounds good, man. That sounds
2: good. Yeah. They- yeah. Did a bunch of transit
1: today. The... Nice. I'm sorry, to not hear that.
2: Oh, uh,
0: I was just saying nice there. I, I'm a little <laughs> jealous. <laughs> I needed to be doing a little garden work today. I didn't quite get to. It.
1: <laughs> I know. I told my wife I was. I'm doing this uh, deal online, so I got to roll a few joints real quick. So <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I do appreciate you taking the time to come hang out tonight. Not only Definitely to right.
2: you know, thank introduce you. yeah, yourself for
0: formally to, to the community, but to uh, buy us another night of hanging out, so. Oh, yeah. You know, thank you.
1: <laughs> um Yeah, I got a, I got a 75 plant out here in Colorado. So. <clears throat> I do a bedroom downstairs in the basement, and then a flower room in the garage. Um, I'm running about like about like four thousand watts out of the garage or so. Far. Um, I'm about to do another row in there of another like thousand watts. Uh, about nice
2: little girl.
1: Nice. It's a nice.
0: Yeah, you definitely get right so there.
1: much more. Every thousand watts take out of there, you know? double your. Space, you know, by using two 500 LEDs, so it's nice. Definitely, technology very, really came a long way in the last ten years.
0: You know, it's nice to meet uh, talk with somebody that thinks a little bit like myself. There, that's the way I think too, man. And I think, man, I pulled out one one of those. Oh, I got, I can run two two lights of something else.
1: Two of those yeah. LEDs. I'm okay with the power bill exactly how it is. You know what I mean? So three, it's 300 a month and that runs my house in both rooms. So, I mean, that's perfect. And then if I, every thousand watt i get rid of, I got two more HPSs in there right now. So uh, in the next maybe like eight to nine months, I want to get rid of both of them and, uh, and do four more lights out there, but I'm just doing two at a time. <laughs> they're not cheap
2: <laughs> but they're definitely working. Okay.
0: oh it was me brother it was me okay, God, was like <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah it's it's man even at running the two fixtures man you're still saving on electricity you know it it is well i'm running i run everything here on it on a 220.
1: yeah
2: so
0: i'm cutting you know that in half again you know what i mean i got a 50
2: amp uh 50 amp
1: 240 line in my garage and then uh when he put that in He also pulled uh, 20 amps at 120 for my fans and stuff like that. So I got, I mean, I could fill that son of a bitch up wall to wall with LEDs and be fine on the power. But uh, see how much you want to pay, you
0: know. Right. So we might as well start just like everybody else. When exactly... Did, were you introduced to the plants? Uh, when, did, when was your first time there, brother?
1: Man, um, I'm a third-generation grower, so I grew up with the plants around me and as a little kid and stuff. Uh, my grandpa was born on the reservation, so uh, he went to the military, all that. But growing up, uh, he used to grow peyote. Uh, he was real big in the Indian
2: community, so... Uh,
1: I kind of grew up in the scene a little bit. And then when I was like 14 or so, uh, I, I used to smoke when I was like 12 and stuff like that. You know, buddies. But when I was like 14, I remember trying to grow some swags. Uh, we had uh, our property, we had this fence line here but we actually had another fence line where years later, uh, someone was building a house next door. And they came to us and said, hey, the fence line is actually here. So we had an extra 10 feet of property. So my grandpa built another fence up there. He didn't do anything with the whole fence, just left it up. So there was a space where they couldn't see. And uh, I put a couple of plants out there by the plum trees, you know. And they grew, and then he got all pissed off, you know. He's heat to the house, type of shit, you know. Uh, but after that summer, my uncle Paul started taking me to his farm to trim and stuff like that. Um, he was real big in the 80s, too. So he was linked up with a lot of growers in the North cow and stuff like that. So it just got every year, it got more and more, you know. I'd, I'd start getting like a quarter pound and selling that between my 80s. It cost me like, Going to these grows and trimming and then coming back with pounds, you know what I mean? Like and back then in the 90s, like not a lot of people sold. Meat. You know, there's a few people in town, you know, like back in those days. <laughs> so it was nice.
2: <laughs>
0: that's awesome, man. You know, and that's one thing that I'm super excited about with the way things are going with cannabis right now is that's more of a possibility for more people, the multi-generation farmer and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Now, now, the fourth generation for you, for you, if you choose, they choose to take it on.
1: They're be, already, they're you already know, going. As, man.
0: You know, as proud as they want to fucking be with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The three before were proud, but had to hide a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Well, you got Even I had, under, to,
1: right? yeah, I had to hide a ton, you know? even when california like uh like when i started growing it was right at the start of prop 215 so right away you had a, a 99 plant count, and when it first started you had 99 plants and you were allowed six pounds of dry wheat so you could pretty much drive around with five pounds of bud if you needed to you know and depending on the cop. He was going to bust you and give you a ticket or just let you Yeah. You know? even when you would even when you got a ticket for possession and shit like that you just fucking went to court and you got your shit back so it wasn't that bad <laughs> worst part is they would come in and chop all your plants down and then you wouldn't get charged with anything so it was like you were double because you couldn't you couldn't sue the police department for the damage to your home because there was no homeowner's insurance wouldn't give a value to a marijuana plant. I remember the first time someone did, they, uh, uh, they they came in and they chopped down 90 plants and that guy sued the police department and got $300 per plant, which obviously it's less than what you're going to, you know, street value, but still at least that's something
0: It's amazing to think that even today that somebody could, you know, sue to get their meds back. And you know what I mean?
1: It's crazy, man. How many people die on Tylenol overdoses and, you know, all that crap every year. You can just buy those over You can have a whole cabinet full of them if you want. Like, there's no limitations on how much Tylenol, or I could go to the store and buy 100 cases of beer. You know, I could fill up my whole garage with beer. You know, but I can't do that one. You know, it's kind of ridiculous.
0: It's kind of like that here, though. I mean, still to this day, uh, it's one of my biggest. And they try to—they're still trying to squeeze us out. They make a caregiver here in Michigan just as difficult as it could be. And now they're yeah. still trying to give us get rid of us, and it's crazy. I mean, this is this is the situation here in Michigan. Basically, on-hand numbers, okay, just on-hand numbers, I can only have 15 because I can have two per patient, you know, two and a half per patient, to be clear. Uh, I can only have 15 ounces, ready ounces on hand, medically, okay? Now, yeah, now listen, this is where it gets fucked, my friend. We're also able to grow 12 plants per household, okay? Now follow me here. Recreational. If I want to uh-huh. party, okay? I want to grow my recreational weed. I can grow 12. And like, say, outdoors example here. I grow, you know, some beasts outdoors. 12 beasts. And I grow, Yeah. I you know, harvest 50 pounds. All examples here, you know hypothetical yeah, 50 yeah. pounds okay i can as long as i can say and prove that that's from my recreational grow and i can have that there's no course of
1: no course <laughs> but for a caregiver's but life don't a
0: you life. but don't you use that for medicine you party damn it you fucking party
1: that's, that's insane Uh, Prop 215 was probably the best medical program I've ever seen in the state. It was actually getting up there with it, except for the fact that you, like when Prop 215 first came out, you could do your 99 clearance, all that stuff. But I could walk into a dispensary, any dispensary with 10 pounds of bud or whatever the fuck you wanted to bring in there. And they could take you in a bathroom, look at it, and decide. Okay, well, we want this. What do you want for it? You know, and you could strike a deal up. You know, like we used to walk in dispensaries and walk out for thirty k. You know, you can't. That once Brett came in, it all that off. Yeah,
0: yeah it ruined it everything. Does it, it usually does? That's why I'm actually scared of it to be, you know, go national i'm yeah. afraid that as soon as it goes national they're really gonna put the screws to us own growers know, it sounds good to. until
1: yeah uh, live well and if you go to my instagram page i i keep posting about it every day uh but live well all these different companies <laughs> they're uh, they're the people that have the money to have legislators you know to have people going to washington dc and trying to get certain stuff passed taking senators and congressmen out to lunch and buying them a, a hooker on the weekend you know like that's how actual laws get passed and they're right now trying to blame global warming on home brokers saying that we we speed up global warming at, at at 10 times the rate as a normal household so now they want to blame. polar ice caps melting on fucking home growth (laughs) where where does it end bro you know what i mean like we finally get the right to grow this plant (laughs) and they want to come in and be like no you know what you can have the you can have weed but you're gonna have to go somewhere and you're gonna have to buy it from someone there's no shits about how they grow it what they put into it you know
0: I just want to know, fucking, you know, who put those numbers together and realistic research terms? You know what I mean? It hasn't, you that exactly. sounds like some inflated bullshit right there. That's what, I'm a you firm know?
1: believer that, of course, humans are using stuff that's causing pollution, but a planet over hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years, the planet cools off and heats up and cools, you know, it. They say that there's trees under all the ice caps up there. How the hell was there trees up there at any time if, you know what I mean, if we're causing this problem? I don't know. That's a whole nother discussion, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I got into moving weight really serious um, at about 18, 19 years old. Uh, I used to run like run teams of three cars up and grab a 100 to a 500 cat and come back, pay for 250 of them or so. You pay for half of whatever you're going to get. Come back with them and do three car the, the middle car we have to load, and then we'll do a chase car and a rabbit car. That way, the load car is always going to land safe, you know. But uh, I did that for quite a few years, stacked up a lot of money, <laughs> and uh, I got a trafficking case. I got pulled over with 50 pounds on my backseat. I had 32,000 cash on me, and it was a cop that I played high school football. <laughs> it doesn't get any worse, you know?
0: <laughs> oh, man, you think you'd catch a little bit of a break there.
1: <laughs> I wish, man, I wish. <laughs> it turns out he was just a cop that showed up first, basically, on the bus, but... I was set up by somebody like somebody else said, got busted and they set me up on a bike. It was what it was, you know, learning experience. Everyone's got to, if you're going to play the game, you know what I mean? You got to deal with the consequences too. It
0: definitely happens. That's for sure.
1: Yep. Yeah. I'm a firm believer. If you you get caught, you better keep your mouth shut and sit down. Take your time out.
0: Um, <laughs> so when you uh is has, has it always been uh outdoor growth for you guys out there
2: is uh that, no i did
1: be uh part of things um, i got some outdoor grows from like 10 years ago i i used to do youtube like 10 years ago or so and then I just got really freaked out by it, you know. So, I was in California back then. And it was just like uh, the stigma, still, you know. Like I was making a ton of money, so I didn't want to, you know. You don't want to make the block on you know. what I mean? So, uh, what?
0: What? How was it? Organics when you when you first got rolling there? Is that how you started? It?
1: Um no um. So, when I first started growing, it was just hit mid, like, I didn't really know what I was doing, you know, until my, my uncle started showing me stuff, and I started learning from growers that I was trimming for and stuff like that, you know, and then it really started to tune your grow and uh, back then I was doing, uh, it's kind of, yeah, back then I was doing what they call shinganics now, um, and you guys were actually talking about it the other night, um, I would use Aquaflakes A and B as my base, because it was a cheap A and B base, and then um, for for all my hardeners and sweeteners, I would use natural stuff. Uh, cantaloupe with sugar fermented, uh, worm casting, stuff like that. Um, but I actually have a grow from ten years ago where I—that's what I showed I was using too uh, on some outdoor, and I would get beautiful results. Uh, eight nine pounds of plant, for, you know, early beast. <laughs> But indoor, we were, back then, we were stealing power. It was uh that the home I owned back home. We with, with, uh, My buddy's an electrician. He put this outer alligator clam bomb on the breaker. So we ran a 240 line out to the garage. It was just raw power. <laughs> I had 6,000 bucks going out there and
2: just rocking and rolling, you know? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Ooh.
0: So, uh, man, that's fucking, that's a pretty good start right there. What kind of stuff were you growing back then? Do you remember?
1: Um, so I've had some, I've had a couple of strains that I've worked in 98 that I've kept that strain around. Um, I have seeds. I get a few different phenos off of it, uh, cause I kept it at F3. Uh, so there's maybe about like four variations I'll get off of it or so, but, uh, I've had a few strains in my family, too. My grandpa and my dad both grew California orange uh, back in the 70s and 80s and stuff like that. So I actually use that because it's a really pure strain. Um, So I've used that for breeding quite a few times because these newer strains, like all all these new hybrids and stuff, they'll stick really good to an older pure strain, uh, uh, you'll get a a lot better cross out of it than you will just
2: cross the cake ice cream cake,
1: and fucking
2: who knows what, you know?
0: Man, I I have never came across anything that I've been that fond of to keep yet that long. I've had some pretty good smoke too. A lot of great stuff come through my hands, but man, I'm always in hunt of that one. You know, I mean, I and I guess by that one, I almost fucking feel like it's uh, what's the fucking the uh, reaper madness? That's that's the kind of high when I think about when I think about one.
2: Yeah,
1: I want to take one. I want to go fucking insane. Sure. Uh, I broke my back when I was 19 years old. Um, so really after about 20, 21 years old, uh, and then I, you know, I went and did my time. When I came out before I went in, I had a really big, uh, prescription drug problem. Um, they had, when I broke my back, they put me on those oxytoccus, you know, straight downhill spiral, you know, it's even worse because I had money, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but the whole time I was fighting that case, I stacked up as much as I could. So mm-hmm. my pills while I was gone. Uh, when I came out, I started using RSO and stuff like that for my back pain. Um, I came out sober, obviously. Um, but definitely not taking anything and working out and getting really fit. Um, it definitely helps your muscles just to be fit, you know, physically fit is, you know, half the key, you know, but, uh, the RX not really helped a lot. So I started going in the direction of super deep indicas. Um, so at least 10 of my 13 crosses are super deep indicas, but when I go across, I'm, I'm not just crossing it like oh we got a new strain. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll work that strain for 18 months to two years, you know, uh, and get a stable strain. Out
2: of it.
0: That's the way it should be.
1: That's the way it should be, brother. E- exactly, man. That's why when I hear these dudes that are like, "Oh yeah, I got, I got 10 different strains that I've been growing two years," I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> right on you know it's great that they're in the community and they're trying to do new stuff i just i hate seeing people waste their time with stuff you know like there's nothing worse than someone gives you something to grow out and you have a little bit of expectations for it and then it's just some dog you know? it's like fuck i wasted nine months on that you know
2: Yeah, I de-
0: well, I've actually I power through some numbers like that. I you know, I go through shit. i have planted 15 different strains so far this year, but they're not yeah. all going
2: to make the cut.
0: I'm not breeding them. You know what I mean? It's yeah, you well, know what I'm
2: talking about. The pollen checkers.
0: Yeah, that, it's, that's re- on that end of things, man. It is. It's sad. It's sad with what's going on right now. You know. We need to, I've said this so many times. If you're gonna allow you know, people out here, if you're breeding for sustainability, you know what I mean? you got to keep it at home, work it a few racks. Exactly. The shit out of it. When you get that yeah, winner, yeah. let us know. You know. Even if, you're, <laughs> even if
1: you're just gonna S1 a strain or F1 it just to just to get a couple hundred seeds so you can do a, a real female hunt. You know, if you're really gonna plant 50 to 100 plants, you're gonna find one or two really amazing plants out of those hundreds. And then that's where your breeding project starts. You know, that's the one you, that you stick with and you F2 it and you F3 it, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I should, you know, I should be clear here, even though I, 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 I know what I believe in. We still are working this strain for DOA that's going to be pushed through a little bit quick. You know what I mean, but it is what it is. Everybody and sometimes sometimes you get
1: a keeper, man. I mean, look at the I look mean, at the max strings. You know, people are crossing that with everything, and nine out of ten times they're hitters. You know.
2: Well,
0: I, I'm kind of in hopes of keeping it rolling too, though. You know, even though that we're gonna smack these strings together the first time. You know, it would be nice as a, as you know, it's a pretty close, knit community, as at least the people that hang out around here, anyway, are, and probably yeah. that would be receiving the seeds. So I could really see that, you know, if somebody came across like an amazing female, that uh, somebody would be kind enough to have sit back or, you know, whatever. Right.
1: Exactly. That's a beautiful thing. That's how you keep so many streams around, too. When you have a when you have a good circle like that, you could, if I have a, if I come across a certain beano that, you know, I'm trying to pop new seeds and I just don't have the room for it anymore, I could give it to one of my buddies and they're going to keep it in their garden for a while, you know, and then, you know, just pass it around.
0: I used to have a buddy of mine. I call it, well, he's still a buddy of mine. But I just don't he slowed down on his his growing and so I don't he doesn't earn the name as much anymore, but I used to call him the library because he was the one that I was always like, yeah, hold this for a while, I'll be back.
1: Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> That's uh my buddy Nate's like that. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't know what the term plant limit is at all. <laughs> but he's got acreage and uh, he runs six, he started out with two greenhouses, and then every season he'll add one. And then next season he'll add another. Now he's got six greenhouses, there's like 400, 400 or so plants uh, in these greenhouses. But the area that he lives in, it's like no one goes there, you know? And it's one sheriff type of town. So it's, it's pretty amazing what he's got there.
2: Man, I'm uh, I'm still jealous, and would wouldn't mind
0: getting my butt down to Oklahoma to get a taste of that unlimited playing count before it disappears. Because that, you know, I there, yeah, I would be the library at that fucking point. I wouldn't even, I seriously wouldn't even be worried about production at that point. It would come. It would come, they would be just like the fucking mixed bags they're, like, used to getting from me now. You know what I mean? As a I, caregiver, a few of these, few of those, few of this, yeah, round it out to a full one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, be a little bit larger number, man. Just be a little <laughs> bit larger numbers. But yeah. that's what that's what I'd do, man. I would be fucking popping something, pheno, boom. Popping something, pheno. Oh, man, I'd be exactly. like, oh, yeah. Man, but here's I'd be thing, more worried though. about it being the guy with 100 strains than I would be 100 pounds.
1: You've got to get all your uh, strains listed now that you're going to use. I just bought 25% into a dispensary that's in McAllister, Oklahoma. And I'm actually going to be going down there within a week, go so put all the floor drains in, and then we'll be getting final inspection on the building. Uh, but it's it's right on Main Street. It's in McAllister, Oklahoma. We only have about 3,500 square feet in the building, and then because of where it is, we don't have the ability to do any outdoor there. But we're we're looking at properties. But what happens then if if you have a grow listed at the at the warehouse, right? We'll probably only be able to do maybe 250 plants. But but it's good. We're going to concentrate on small batch. Super tasty, living soil organic, just amazing, handcrafted bud, you know. Um, and between me and the the guy that owns 75%, and he sold 10% off to a guy too. We're all creek growers that have been doing it for 20 plus years each, you know. So it's definitely gonna be a venture, you know. But uh um, but after two years, I'll be able to branch off and open my own 100%, 25% for the next two years as an as out-of-state uh, resident. All those plant counts, all that stuff's going to change, man. They already started using the, the same system that California and Colorado use, so it's a matter of time i'd say i'd say within two years it's gonna, they're going to have that state locked down you know, by the time it goes wreck they're going to have it locked down but we're, we're going to step in there and make some money right now though you know oh
0: yeah you'd be silly not to be silly
1: not too. so the unique thing about oklahoma i have a trafficking charge on my record so no state Wants to let me get into the cannabis industry, which is fucked up because shouldn't the people that spent time in a fucking jail cell over this plant be given the ability to be able to go legal? You know what I mean? Uh, especially, I have the capital to do it. You know what I mean? So it's it's really ridiculous. But Oklahoma has said we don't care if you have a criminal record in another state as long as no crimes were committed in Oklahoma. So when I heard this like eight months ago, I was like, "No shit!" I called this. I called the city because I had this opportunity to jump in this as an investor. So I called the city uh, in McAllister and was like, "You know, I don't want to put any money into this bullshit." You know, and then we told eight months down the road. Oh, sorry. And uh, I was like, "Lady, I've been to prison for for trafficking. You know what I mean? For very large amounts." And uh, They were like, well, what state did it happen in? I said, California. I said, we don't don't care what happened in California. (laughs) That lady on the phone told me, you could have got out of prison for murder. and would still give you a license as long as you haven't committed any crimes in Oklahoma. (laughs)
0: That's pretty open. That's pretty open. That's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, that's, that's pretty, you know, when I first told my wife about it, she was like, like, my wife's a, a total valley girl, you know? she's a nurse, but she's a valley girl. Uh, she was like, we're not moving. And then on top of it, it was like, oh, we're not moving to the city. It's going to be a po-dump little town, really po dunk little town. Um, but it's unique because it's right next to all these Indian reservations. And they're screwing the reservations. They're not allowed to go on the reservation. So they have to go by at dispensaries. And uh, then I've been also told it's supposed to go wreck within two years. Dallas, Texas is an hour and 20-minute drive from Dallas. Thank you, Texas, for staying illegal, you know.
0: So is that where you, you're concentrating most of the efforts on now is Oklahoma?
1: Well, so I have to keep, my wife's not going down there. She's already made it clear that no, unless.
0: No, no green acres there.
2: No. <laughs> She's already made it clear. Uh, we're not relocating
1: to Oklahoma, um, which is fine. You know, um, I can go down there and get things operating. And then within a few months, we should be turning a good profit, be able to hire people bring people in, and bounce back and forth. Um, I'm also trying to buy property in Arizona right now and get a, get a building going up there on, on some acreage and stuff. Um, my cousin's living out there and he's a general contractor, so it's a perfect opportunity to be able to build cheap, you know? <laughs> Just so many projects going on at the same time, it's like, you know, and then while you're doing this stuff, something else will come along that's like too good of a deal to pass up and you got to just, oh, well, I can make fifteen grand off this, you know, so let's just do it.
0: Well, the key is, you know, keeping yourself open to new opportunities like that, I think, you know what I mean? You get too much on your plate all the time and...
2: Yep,
1: Something definitely
0: comes up, you're like, fuck, I wish. <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. But uh that dude Nate, I was telling you about, he called me back in February and was like, hey, uh, you need to invest in this fucking stock. You know, it's gonna go somewhere. And it was super cheap at the time. So I bought a bunch of it. I made 30k so far on crypto this <laughs> year. Day trading on crypto. Like wow, I didn't know I could do this. Like, it's, just, it's got me like looking at the stock market a whole different way. You know, uh, a lot of people make millions playing the stock market just when there's a presidential uh, shift. When, when it ships parties from Democrat to Republican, there's a lot of money to be made in the stock market. You know, oil's going to sell off cheaper. Solar's going to go up and down like just... Oh, a broad spectrum of so many things you can make a, a few bucks off of, you know.
0: Definitely a good time. Definitely a good time for making money. That's for sure. Especially in that aspect, as long as you stay ahead of the curve. Uh, right. I think that that curve's dangerously uh, close to watch out. Oh so. <laughs> uh, yeah i mean
1: real estate's always going to be a safe investment for the long term but i mean i watched my parents make that big horrible mistake in california when they bought at a, a super low price uh in mean, the housing market skyrocketed they refinanced at a mortgage they couldn't afford you know bought a brand new camper and boat and all that stuff And when the market crashed they lost their ass you know off their ass that scared me though and i never wanted to i, I was scared of the stock market after that like i don't want to lose everything
0: so how would things change from that first grow uh to the next girl. I mean, how long was how long did the first girl stay like the first girl? You know what I mean? Like that type of setup before you kind of moved on to something different or, you know, improved on something.
1: Like along long t- like back in the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, going you know, first girl to the second, you know what I mean? Transition. Yeah.
1: It was really getting getting introduced to genetics, you know? Um We didn't know what strains were back then. It was always like, you smoke brick weed all the time, but then every now and then someone came around with some amazing green bud, you know, something that we would call B-grade today. But back then it was like, you went from brick weed that you had to pull stems and seed out of to this green bud that you could break a nug off of and put it in the bowl, you know, like, whoa. Like it was was crazy to see that shit. and then come to find out, my dad had this California orange, and uh, he was a biker, and so he did his business with his weed. So I started, uh, once I started learning what my dad did on the side and pinching his grows and stuff like that, like, I would get really good weed from my dad, and then he started, once I started trimming and stuff, he really started showing me different things. Uh, he wouldn't really mentor me, though, uh, neither with my grandpa. They both didn't want me to grow because back then it was, you know, you're going to, you're going to So they both kind of just did the outdoor thing. I was the first generation to bring it indoors, and uh, and really push that fucking genetic that they had. And when my, when my dad saw what I was doing with his genetics indoors, he was really like, like okay, like let's work together now, you know. So then it really really shot off there. You know? And I was able to go to his prop like my dad had this little secret cabin up in the woods you know where he did his grow up in the forest and uh, he started taking me there and then I trimmed for again then you go to these other farmers up north and back then people kept their cuts really close you know if they had a, a super good uh, strain and they, they guarded that, you know. So one year I traded two pounds for this OG in '98, uh, actually '97. And uh, and when I came back with that, we cloned the shit out of it and started doing full runs with that. And I started breeding with it and uh, and really took off. Like, once those strains started, bubble yeah.
0: Gotta
2: love
1: that Bubba Kush. Man. Yeah, I love that Bubba Kush. Yeah, this uh, this little girl right here it is called Gift of Fire. And um, I've been looking for a uh, original God's gift for years now, and this is the closest <laughs> I could get to it. And it's it's Bubba Kush crossed with God's gift to make Bubba's gift, and then crossed with Fire OG to make Gift of Fire. by um, but it's not. Uh, it, this is the pheno I ended up keeping off of it. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Man.
0: Looks
1: nice-looking girl. Nice-looking plant there. Well, she had a three-gallon? Yeah, three, red, three she's gallon. in a three. I I'm a, I got her about this size just so I can uh, chop her all down. I can probably get like 50, 60 cuts off of it, you know? That way I, because I, I can never grow a strain with just one plant. You know, like, when I grow a strain, I want at least four of them. That way I can get close to a pound, at least, you know, of one strain. <clears throat> These other ones, uh, right now I've got M1000 going from Soil King. Um That is an AK-47 cross with Mendo Perps. I have turban from Miss Jill Genetics. Um I believe that's an cross with Mendo Perps. Um i got Jamato's which is my strain. I got one auto I've never done an auto before so I just want to throw it in the um, And these other ones are uh Swami strain uh silver surfer tangy I got some of those on flower I can go up there in a minute and check it out but it's amazing flower. Um, like the bud structure on it is humongous. So I just put uh twelve out in a tent out there in the garage too, uh, so I can do a full run with that. It should be like two weeks. The two weeks, my big ones will be done, and then I'll have enough room for twenty out there on that side and twenty on the other. I just want to get to where I'm more than like 15 pounds every 10 weeks or so. If I can get them more than a pound a week, I'll, I'll be stoked to sell out of my garage, you know?
0: That's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I run a nice little pub vegetable here as well. Uh, so, yeah, my numbers are, well, I'm close, but I don't match 72. I don't
1: run close to that though. I try to stay under my numbers. Yeah. See, I'm not too too worried about that anymore here in Colorado. Um, My buddy just got busted 100 plants over his limit, and um, there's a $1,000 fine. I was like, oh, okay. $1,000 fine. It's the total. They tell you, like, if you do it again, though, then you're going to get in trouble.
0: That's what I, you know, it's the same thing when I started selling, uh, well, I sold C-tier in Michigan when it was uh, recreational to God. and I always told everybody that, you know, oh, by the way, I don't know if you know that, but, you know, doubling, you know, you do get your 12 rack, but, you know, do you happen to know what the penalty is for 24? And <laughs> they'd be like, no, that'd be a Mr. Meter, $250. They'd be like, really? <laughs> I'd be like, yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: worth it, ain't it? Worth Hell it, yeah. ain't it? <laughs> Can I just pay up front? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, I'll just leave one of those like mailboxes on a stick and <laughs> <into the
2: garden.
1: laughs> it's in the <laughs> cart. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, me and a couple people have been talking a lot on Instagram, and I'm uh, like I'm getting connected with a lot of these bigger names. Uh, like, uh, I'm going to this Turp Town throwdown, it's a canvas cup for home growers. Um, It's going to be in Worcester, Mass, or wherever it's in my Boston, you know what I mean? Uh, But it's 200 bucks to enter your shit. You bring an ounce broke down to all 28 different grams, and it's a a canvas cup. You don't have to have a a huge medical pro or anything, or a a huge uh, operation uh, license and all that shit. But, uh, but I got invited from this joke, man. It's, it's like, no fucking way. Like, I was like starstruck, you know? Like, what? Like, hell yeah. But I've been talking a lot with, like, Swami, too, about, uh, like, why is there limits at all? You know, it's just it's such bullshit. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean...
0: You wouldn't put a limit on tomatoes or anything else. I mean, There's why is nothing, why does cane
1: nothing you yeah. And you
0: no? yeah. Yeah.
1: So ridiculous. <laughs> so, <you laughs> know, it's, of course we know why it's
2: funny. It's funny. You would figure that they so would just want to make that more money to in the
1: long run
0: so what is some of your favorite turf file profiles what is like say you, you know what are you running for you know i mean yeah, I, really, I know it sounds like a silly yeah. question but
1: no no for yeah. sure man hell yeah um i really like that pine pine is my number one turf that i love um but if I can get that, like, pine and spice with a little bit of that earthiness, you know, like that. To explain it, but just like that. It. It, it tastes like you put a pile of dirt in your mouth, but, like, it tastes like how dirt smells, you know? Like, I don't know. But I love those real deep because um, the last the last real, like, one that really got me was this O.G. marijuana. Uh, my buddy had given it to me and then gave me a cut of it and told me it's hands down the strongest thing he's ever smoked. Uh, m- most couch locks just like take one or two puffs and like, you better sit down. And then he's like, don't smoke joints this when you're driving. was <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, you know, like, come on. Uh, and I mean, it was a—it's a really strong smoke though, man. Like, um, it's real dark, and it looks like little mini, little mini pine trees almost, you know. Um, but the the th the the uh the heads on it are so freaking big that you can—you don't even really need a mic. Like, you can see them, you know. Like it's that's my favorite ever. I read it to two strains. Uh, that's one of my latest projects. Uh, I'm still going to be working that over the next year. And then I have a project that. So Flora from uh, from up north wouldn't give me the Trump line. I'm obviously I'm a I'm a Trump fan. But I've been talking to him for years about getting it, and he's like, no. Nope. So, a couple people that have it I'm not giving it to nobody um, he's suing this one guy so the guy he's suing right now contacted me saw me on a post and was like bro I'll give you that genetic <laughs> so I got my hands on it and I have some, some process that I want to do and release to you know there's only a couple people who are gonna the stigma like the name Trump you know but if you look up what it is, it's a phenol of an old family purple. It's one of the most amazing purple strains I've ever seen in my life. CSI Humboldt is, it's huge colas on it. Like I can't, I can't wait to mess with it. So, are you a fan of the purple,
0: uh, the purple smoke? I mean,
1: in general, mm-hmm. the purple flower. Uh, as long as, as long as it's, uh, like a uh, certain purple strains, you know, uh, granddaddy purp Mendo purp I'm not a big fan of purple or, uh, it's just a, it's a different purple terpene. It's a different terpene, I just don't like it too much. Um, but that granddaddy purple, that was the first purple strain that came around when I was younger. And, uh, and it would be like the straight purple buds. And uh it's it just has that purple taste, you know, like I don't know explain. You know what I mean? Like you know if it's purple I meat, they just taste that like, oh, oh shit, that's a green perks, you know, like like I love that taste.
0: So I I mean I dig the pines too, that's the kind of the profile I am currently on the trail of as well. And uh for one reason or another, uh, i again. I'm not planning to do a whole bunch of breathing, but uh, uh, the chilobium that I'm holding at the moment uh, is part of uh, the DOA cross. Is known for those uh, pine turps. Oh, nice! And, uh, a lot of a lot of what you're talking about. That in fact, that's what it says on the. It says pine, earthy, spicy. It's fucking that's how it's labeled. Yeah, I would
1: love to run that. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Oh yeah.
0: So that's Chalombium by North Stars who uh, originally read that out. And uh so I've got that up here and I you know I have a cracked uh 10, I believe it was for one of them. I actually, you know, when transplanting fell over, kind of fucking 90' that motherfucker and kind of babied it, didn't make it. One of them kind of came up and kind of fizzled out. That's probably more my fault than anything. So I ended up with eight, uh, six females, two males, two nice looking fellers up there, and then I've got two Xmas males up there as well, which is another piney strain. So I think nice. somehow, some way, uh, I'm gonna you know concoct something over here anything for myself and uh Sorry. you know i'm sure some some of that pine will come through in uh, in that doa cross that that'll be the Columbian times uh, jack skellington you know on the old tga strain there
1: so if you, uh four stars so save up. your original calling so that you can cross it back into it um so what if <laughs> after you <laughs> have won it if you take that original pollen and, and then uh, sprinkle the plants again on your next run, you're going to have an F two plants going to produce F two seeds. So when you if you pheno hunt that F two, you're going to be able to um, your F one is going to have characteristics from the parents, but then when you F two, you're going to get characteristics from the grandparents, all kinds of stuff, and then if you pheno hunt that F two. You, you can find exactly what you're looking for, you know, if you have the space. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, that's Hopefully, the, you know, that will work you know, through as I was talking the other day, we are kind of talking about, you know, running it down the lines a little bit because like I said, I've got a couple males and uh, Smiley's the other half of this. He's, you know, he's working the Jack Skellington end of it and he, you know, So we're kind of thinking about or I'm thinking about, you know, taking, you know, whatever mail he has and smacking it both ways, one and one, you know, and then maybe working one and then working the other then finding, you know, the winners out of that, smacking them two together for the next phase of it all, which is (laughs) going to obviously be some time. So, yep. you know what I mean? It, you
2: know,
0: so it'd be fun to see how that works out. And, uh, you know, we can keep it all going like that. That'll be the interesting thing.
2: Yeah. No, know, yeah. I
0: never, I don't think, I, you know, there's been a lot of community projects, but I don't think there's ever been like, a, you know, something that's been worked and put forth as a free community project. You know what I mean? Everything yeah,
1: maybe like when, when Sub first started out, like with his close friend, you know, like I mean, that's how the Green Avengers started, you know, and it turned into a seed bank operation. But, uh, but yeah, hell yeah, that's badass. Okay, uh, miss old Subby,
0: miss it.
2: I, I like so, that
1: Miss uh, uh, Jill took over uh, TGA seeds. Um, so for a while, you couldn't get anything from them. You just had to get it off auction and stuff like that. Uh, but she's bringing it back to all these shows and like really putting it out there again.
0: and yeah, it, it, it's been out there for a while. After the fire, there got a little hard to get, but uh, yeah. They, they continued from, uh, re- they pulled back from old sources to continue, continue there for a while until they could regroup some of the males and females to, uh, recreate what they had. That's right. Yeah.
1: I uh, she had, she has a, a, lot of bangers too. I love all the old school breeders up there. Like, that. Uh, every time I order genetics, I'll resell on Instagram and stuff like that too. Um, But I always try to. I'll get those and stuff like that, and then I'll I'll order some stuff from NorCal. It sucks because a lot most of the breeders up there aren't hip to the like, hey, we want freebies. Like me reselling, that's where I make my money is off the freebies. You know, I can sell those freebie bucks too. Um, But they have awesome genetics, but they don't give free shit.
0: Oh, man, I love the free shit. Uh, before mm-hmm. I forget, uh, Miranda Family Farms wanted me to ask you if you were going to be vendoring at that event in Mass. I forgot the so, actual name of the event.
1: It's called Turptown Throwdown. It's a two-day event. Um, so July 18th, for anyone that's interested in entering their home, go throw bud july 18th is the uh intake day where you have to turn in your stuff uh, and then i believe it's august 21st and 22nd or it's the 20th and 21st it's it's one of those days though but if they look it up turptown throwdown on instagram um uh, they don't have any new stuff. but i am gonna bring a shit and just hand them out you know what i mean
0: Well, the more people that we get growing, the more freebies that we get out there uh, is only going to benefit us.
1: Definitely. Oh, definitely, community. man. Oh,
2: yeah. as,
0: as I was talking to a doctor the other day, it was funny to see the revelation on their face when uh, we were talking about cannabis getting it growing, you know, getting everybody growing. And they were like, well, once everybody gets you know, it's, it's going to be harder to stop. And I'm like, exactly, exactly. You know, that's why we need to get as many people growing now. So you would hope so, man, like, but the door.
1: who knows? Like, look at, compare it to, to gun rights. You know what I mean? There's 90 million registered gun owners, but they're trying to take that away just as actively as they're trying to take away home growth, that was one of our original rights, you know? Like, come on. Um, who knows, man? I mean, we, we we all have to remember that America as a nation is still a baby, you know? This is such a young nation. We, we're just starting out. We're, you know, a, a couple hundred years old. It's not even really, like, that old, right? <laughs> History always repeats itself, too, so who knows, you know, they might step over the boundary with a couple of things they do and cause a revolution, you know, and who knows what that's going to look like today, you know, who knows. That's one reason, uh, I mean, we're kind of like preppers type of stuff, but uh, I keep a huge library of genetics, man the thousands of strings that I haven't ran before. I
0: think my mouse is fucking dying. It's a little slow on the go. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you know, and it is, you know, I honestly think, and I've said this many, many times, that uh, recreation isn't nothing but a ploy from Big Pharma to kind of legalize cannabis so they can, you know, put their money and hedge their bets in there. You know what I mean? Because that's a whole new market that they can make money off of.
2: And oh, as yeah. soon as that happens,
0: that's gonna, you know, uh, that once recreational wins, then that'll ease up the medical, you know, uh, fight against them. You know what I mean? They don't want to give up the big farm the pills. They want the recreational side, the party side that we talked about. They, yeah. Yeah. We can make money off of that too. And by, you know, pushing the rec through, then as we have already talked about, eliminate that home grow, and once you eliminate the home grow. And now they're like laughing at you medicine. What medicine, what you can't, yeah. you know what I mean? nobody's talking about medicine
1: cuz you can't grow that shit yeah it's scary because you can see the path that they that they're lighting up their path that they want to take with it they know how much money is involved so, like it's been what you know 10 15 years and they're seeing what some states are pulling in hundreds of millions of dollars just in tax revenue like, you can't grow that you know but that's the shitty part, is fucking every dispensary that opens up, they're taking money out of the black market's hands that was in that community before, you know, and that's the limitations, and it's always, medical's always better.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would still hope that, uh, you know, And I still say that medical should have, you know, made the way first and should still, you know, that should be priority over, you know,
1: the party. Exactly. (laughs) exactly. I I just don't think there should be any regulations whatsoever on it. It's a fucking natural plant that that just grows here, you know, like it's perfect environments for it. Like in the 20s, they had to eradicate miles and miles of uh, hemp and cannabis along, like the Potomac River and places where it'll grow naturally all year round, you know, Southern California, Oregon. It's ridiculous. That's, uh, we've seen the same thing being from the Indian community with peyote, you know, uh, my uncle Paul. He got busted. Uh, it was the largest peyote bus in U.S. history. was him and my uncle Buzz, uh, and they were leaving my grandpa's house, and they were headed to uh, Sundance, which is a, a huge uh, Indian gathering, you know, uh, huge religious event. Uh, they got pulled over. They got everything confiscated from them, arrested. It, it took them over a year fighting this case, but they finally won, you know what I mean? Um, but for what you know it's a plant that they've been using for fucking thousands of years for exactly what they're doing for spiritual purposes you know and then we, we just come along and we can make these rules for other people like oh no this plant you can't have this plant but you can have this plant we, we can have this plant that kills fucking how many how many people The start uh, the cigarettes fucking kill you, you know? but this hasn't killed anyone you know <laughs> Oh uh-huh. makes you so mad, man. It's...
0: So let me ask you this. What would be uh your the the product cannabis made that you've been most impressed with? And that, and that I'm eliminating like medical use and I'm kind of talking more about Textile products, you know what I mean. Things that can be made from the plant, you know oh, what I man. mean. It's, you know a byproduct. What's what's the one thing that you know has most impressed you? Like, can't you know, cannabis can make that shit too. You know what I mean? Uh, has there been sure, something sure. like that?
1: You can make everything out of it. um I mean, running your cars on it, but that's probably one of the reasons it's illegal. Because it has so many uses, you, know, you you can make gas out of it, or, you know, he could heat your house with it. Um, you could can, can make clothes out of it. that's when that's really why win it became um, people when it did. it was also a racial push, of course it was racially motivated too. Um, but if you look at the timeline when Harry Enslinger teamed up with DuPont Chemical Company to really make it illegal and use use their media propaganda with, with the Hearst newspapers. Uh, it was when the deep court So it went from having to use slave labor to process hemp uh, to being able to use a machine to process. Hemp. And in turn you can make cotton, like already you can make the same shirts and stuff like that. Um, but it was really bringing in a new age. And then you look at when the patent for the deep fortifier came out. And that's the same year they really started pushing. Back for one of these and it was all funded by the DuPont Chemical Company because they had fields of cotton and cotton's value just took a hit, you know, would have went under. Well, there have been a lot of industries, you
0: know, the petrol industry the plastics, you know, there's, there's, yeah, and again, DuPont and their, you know, has their hand in plastics as well. It wasn't just, yep. kind of, you know, cotton. It was, you know, a lot of, it was a huge threat to them. And then says a lot to what fucking propaganda game they can do. You know what I mean? How do you fucking really erase thousand years of medical benefits and people passing it on for generations to generations. Oh, this has you know medical benefits to fucking uh, reefer madness, and everybody's like, "Really?" You know, what I mean?
2: yeah, they just, just without
1: wine you know, they just took it.
2: Yeah. It's just how gullible people you know,
0: are. That's what they're trying to do in a lot of ways today. We won't dive down deep in that rabbit hole but i think i know what i'm talking about there and it's sad that propaganda could be forced by down people's throat like that and you know people just look blind and sink or,
1: they can know, tell you a direct they like can look at they can probably push the fact that the sky is purple <laughs> half the population would agree. yeah it's crazy man crazy. it's a powerful
2: tool
0: so it's, you know, a beautiful thing that it's starting to come unraveled on them. But, you know, we haven't won the fight yet. I mean, not yet. we couldn't, we barely, we haven't even won the medical fight. and That was like exactly. the first fight issue. You know we haven't even mean? won the
2: fight
1: yet trying in. to take away already, you know? Like we're still in the fight and they're trying to sweep it out from under our feet, you know? I
2: heard that they're trying like to push really the global kind of warming.
0: Like ugh. it's just crazy oh, so, all <laughs> But man, we like we, we've talked about we hadn't even got into, you know, mass producing of you know the textiles and stuff of you know, just hemp and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Those, We're not even those plastic bottles they're making.
1: They're like biodegradable <laughs> within like 90 days or something like that. The the hemp water bottles, like they're pretty dope.
0: I wasn't sold by the hemp straws though. I seen some yeah. of them the other day, and they were like a paper straw. And I'm like, hey, I, I'm all about you know trying to make as much shit as I can about can.
1: Right? At some point, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, you know what I, they're doing uh, with plastics now, right? Uh, they're turning plastic into jet, so. <laughs> At least plastic isn't as bad as it was if they're using it for jet fuel. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we can power these airplanes with plastic. That'd be fucking
0: pretty cool. Burn up some of that supply around the fucking world.
1: Right, then 10 years later, they'll be like, man, we really screwed ourselves burning all that plastic. (laughs) Who knows, man?
2: So
0: do you have any interest in uh, the CBD or slash you know, uh, side of things or so?
1: Um, so I, I do like the benefits of CBD. Um, I'm interested in working, I think it's, is it Charlotte's Web? that's a, I believe it's a 10, 10, uh, 10% by 10% THC uh, CBD. Um, I'd be interested in working with something like that in the future. Um, just, it's just a space issue, you know what I mean, Uh, but I have thought about, um, like, you see a lot of people talk about opening up a CBD farm, and so I've heard that there's a couple loopholes, and you could grow your stuff all year, and then at the end of the year, you test it, and if it comes out 17% THC, they're going to tell you, hey, you have to dispose of all that. Don't say how you have to dispose of it. I, I think putting it in turkey bags. And
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's well, it's yeah, it's a goofy system, but yeah, I'm hoping that at least you know some good turps profiles will come out of all that middle. middle
1: yeah, definitely, definitely. That's the thing is like. It, I want to know how many people are getting ripped off, you know what I mean? Because I heard a couple people in New York were pushing CBD bud as weed, and who knows, maybe if you grow it indoors, it looks just as good. You know? Maybe taste and all that stuff, like, I don't know. I'd actually, I, you can buy a fucking CBD uh,
0: bud from tobacco shops here in Michigan.
2: Yeah, and it yeah, actually
0: doesn't exactly. look all bad. I've actually bought I was uh, a of it. I think it was like fifteen bucks or something like that. All for a right. uh, pineapple express or some shit like that. It didn't taste like pineapple express. Not even close.
1: But, well they probably uh, don't cure it and all that stuff either, right? They probably just shuck it and bag it.
0: <laughs> Man, I would I wouldn't call it cigarette grade. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I would. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was right. I would have gave it a good alternative to that. But it did kind of seem to bring down like the anxiety. You know what I mean? It did have a slight calming effect too. it. wasn't horrible, I guess. But yeah. I was. You know, yeah, I got hash and everything up there, CBD hash and all that. I'm
2: like, Yeah, that's
0: pretty. I'm not paying what you want for that to try it.
1: No. (laughs) Uh, My stepson, he's been with this girl for like six years, and she has a terminal illness, um, and she has to – she's a maybe 90-pound soaking wet. You know, it's a little tiny thing. But uh, she has to smoke so much, and she's allergic to opiates, so she has to smoke so much wax and Ross and stuff like that takes a lot of rso it it makes her so damn loopy Uh, that's when i started learning about the cbd because she gets cbd crystals and if she takes like four or five dabs for pain relief she take a dab of cbd crystals and it really mellows her out and brings her high back down a little bit but she still gets all that pain relief you know
2: yeah
0: yeah it definitely works man i'm yeah i'm guilty of uh a large dose of uh, cbd before the chat sessions are usually pretty helps a lot helps a lot too you know along your sittings for sure
1: yeah i have a, some of the uh cbd bombs and stuff and uh I get the CBD oil for the pets. Um, they take one of the enzymes out of it. It's, it's like, there's one enzyme there that's not good for pets' uh, stomachs. But they take that enzyme out of it. And uh, I did a job for these people in a factory. Like, I do plumbing side jobs and stuff like that. Um, so we put, we put did this couple fixtures for these guys, and that's what they did is uh, they run a warehouse and they have CBD bombs and like oils and stuff. And, 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 and uh, I pulled, I pulled the muscle on my back like three months ago, and um, I was in pain, you know. And I started using that CBD bomb, and you could instant relief. Like it felt better instantly.
0: It, that shit does work for real. I know. Uh, again, I had some similar to that effect, you know. I had Hope Farms on uh, the show, which is, uh, and they don't necessarily gear towards 100% CBD. She kind of yelled at me one day when I tried to get her on the show because uh, she does help with a lot of cancer, you know, uh, RSL, stuff like that. And uh, I tried to get her on the show to talk about CBD, and she's like, it takes more than just CBD to cure cancer. It's got to be a whole plan. she just got. I'm like, that's what I want to hear. Bring it to the show. Bring it to the show. Yeah. But she sent yeah. me like this balm uh, stick that they make. Uh, it's just like uh, like almost like a deodorant stick, almost, but it's a balm. And just coincidental, man. I. had Fucking did something to my neck. I Actually, I know what I did to my neck. I was fucking working the heavy bag, and I did fucking stretch before, just being an ass about it. and it fucking right. jammed up my fucking neck, and Don't fucking work. it was locked up for a fucking few days, man. And, man, I got that thing in the mail, and I was like, I fucking rubbed that shit It was like 45 minutes. It was like neck cracks, and fucking uh, it just faded. Oh, man. Uh, thank you i immediately got on there i was like thank you thank you your shit works man i love this series. oh yeah, yeah. them bombs do work man, for sure
1: right and then that's just like people like doing stuff like small time you know what i mean like imagine if if they were like we're not allowed to federally do research on the plant you know like imagine if you were really able to federally do some research on this thing and put some big money behind it, you might be able to find a function for cancer. You know, like it's not that far off, man. Like they've they've already deemed that high levels of RSO can eat cancer cells. Like, if I ever get cancer, bro, I'm eating bowls of RSO. <laughs>
0: You know, I honestly don't understand why as a lot of us as growers, we don't, you know, A, you know, take as, you know, a portion of what we got and make some and either keep it on hand and take that small amount like daily as like a a fucking vitamin or a preventative.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, just
0: keep it on hand in case a loved one or whatever at that moment. You know what I mean? Emergency break glass. I'm ready. Come on, Dave. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, sir. I'm ready.
1: Yep, exactly. Man. Uh, my buddy Nate up here, uh, he's part of this website. And stuff. He, he found this lady that at the time when he met her, she was trying to make food for people and sell it to be able to trade for RSO or, or any type of any type of herb that they could make RSO for um, for her husband that has cancer, so we started donating. We don't uh, rosin, so we started donating all of our pucks, save them up, and then we'll give this dude a mason jar, and he'll he'll make a ton of RSO for himself out of them. But uh, but definitely, bro, like just to help someone out that they don't grow, you know what I mean? Uh, they, they have a because of their situation they can't grow, you know but uh, but to be able to help someone out like that you know it's like it brings a really warm fuzzy feeling to you know damn that mute's got me i
2: don't know how many <laughs> fucking
0: times <since> I... <laughs> today. oh man i absolutely agree so uh, what is a, what is what is your favorite ingestion method uh, for cannabis is it you know dads? is it uh you know edibles or just flour good mix of all three
1: yeah um yeah probably a mix you know um i i like to smoke out of my pipe or a bubbler or something like that just feel like you really get to taste the weed you know way more out of a pipe or something like that a bomb or something um i go through like a a circle you know for a Month or so, I'll have a thing for small joints, you know, put a little wax in there or something, and then uh, I'll use a bubbler for a month or so, and then I'll, I'll get a hair up my ass and clean my bong and start using that again, you yeah. <laughs> know. But dabs just kill me though, man. Like, I, I got a bunch of diamonds and sauce, and I, I think I got a buddy came over and gave me 80 grams of it. He has a dispensary out here and uh, they don't have a processing license though. So he takes all this trim and small buds and stuff like that and takes a processor to process it for him. They drank over 80 grams of uh, diamonds and sauce the other day, all packaged up in boxes. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, I had all my stuff processed with these people, you know. Like, I'm like damn, and it all gets lab tested and everything. Like, watch, I'll go. I'll go grab one real quick. Hold on.
0: Cheers, everybody. Sergeant Pepper, Sister Golden Hair, Disbanded Brothers, Sergeant Pepper 420, Twisted Roots, Captain 420, Red Primo, Disbanded Brother, Modern Genetics, Martial Arts 2012. I threw that feet pick up just for you and your meme. Hopefully, you snagged it. We got Wine Sustainable Top 4 Genetics. Cheers to you guys. What are you smoking on? Canna Trooper. I can't believe I missed you. What's up, brother? Got both of them in the house. What's up, oh, Canna? Yeah. Might as well tag you most. Oh, well, well. Cheers, guys. What are you smoking on while we're waiting for uh, Big Bob Bros? Go grab his scent for us. What up, guys? What up? Glad you guys all showed up. 75 of you
2: cool. Cool folks
0: watching. Deeply appreciate that. Cheers, Dr. Join Sport. Thank you for joining us as well. Spiky Pilots. Cheers, my friend. Cheers, my friend. Keep watching for that shirt. Hopefully it will pop up, my friend. I've got faith. I've got faith. Twin flame farms. How you doing? Is that you? Is that you, Chad Westport?
2: Wind flame fires. Well,
1: cheers. have a drink there too. Yeah, so that. I had to grab a drink there too. So each box has eight grams in each box. But uh, that's the only thing is they're packaged in grams, though. But it's pretty tight. Like, he can, he can do this for me, too, you know? Like, he can take my stuff and have to process it for me. So I can get diamonds and sauce, or you can get bronze in, or whatever, you know?
2: That's pretty awesome. Yeah,
1: awesome. I just like that. It's like you can get it all lab tested. You know what's in it. You know, like pretty cool.
0: We're definitely coming a long way. That's for sure.
1: A good investment for Oklahoma too is, uh, I believe there's only one. There might be two. There's only one or two labs that can do the testing on the. On the stuff there, so someone's got the market cornered, you know.
0: It's uh, I always talk too about uh, you know, actually your old school or even just bubble pad hash being uh, uh, passed over. Seems like you know, dabs showed up and rosin showed up, and you know. you know, it just jumped leapfrog like old school hash, man. Like, you know, people today you br- you bust out a nice punk of bubble hash in front of a, don't you even know, know a what it is. crowd or whatever. Yeah, they don't even they look at you like you just brought out some opium or something. They're like, what the yeah. fuck is that, man? No, it's a exactly good shit. Mean, man.
1: man. My daughter's 18, uh, she's about to be 19. And uh she of course she's been smoking for a few years. She tried to keep it for me and my wife, type of stuff, you know. Um but then when she turned 18, she like she was like uh I was like, what do you want for your birthday? You know? She was like, we're gonna get some weed. <laughs> it's like what? what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so now when she comes over, she pitches all my stuff, you know, and uh, it's just funny that the screens that they try to give me to grow with. It's really like this stuff. Can you grow this? You know, I'm like, no, that's all hype. But it's just all name.
0: A lot of that, a lot of that. That's for sure. I think it's funny ain't it, that she's trying to get you to grow. You know what's what she hears instead of what you know dad knows. That's for
1: sure. Right. That's funny. That's uh, I'm setting her up a grow. Um, we're helping them get a house. And then I was actually talking to Miss Jill about my daughter. Um, I'm going to bring my daughter out to that program. And anytime tell her about a female in the campus industry, you know, she's 100% behind it. You know, like she's awesome, you know. Uh, but she's really like, oh, man, you need to get her to, you know, this, you know, push this stuff, you know, like it's just amazing. Like, what's it going to be like in 20 years, you know, compared to it was 20 years ago?
0: Oh man, i the thought of being able to teach the kids, my kids, as they get older and want to, you know, my kids are, are kids, and probably, You know, they're only kids because I can call and be my kids because they, you know, they're my fucking kids, but they're 26, yeah. 22, and fucking 18, right? and technically they're not kids. At that age, I was pissy. If you fucking called me a kid back then, oof, that was where I almost fucking fight words back Right? Then,
1: man. Oh, yeah. I, back when you knew it all, right?
0: <laughs> I laugh about those days now, especially as, you know, I'm in the same field. I remember fucking one of my, like, mentors as a carpenter took me under his wing. He used to give me a lot of shit like that, "Call me kid" and shit. When he fucking uh-huh. man, one day I come off the ladder and I was like,
2: "Hey man, I ain't no
0: fucking kid." Fucking the hell's around, and now I catch myself, you know, kind of saying it, not in a mean way, but just saying it. I then I get that flashback of me coming off the ladder there, and I'm like, ah, what a day.
1: <laughs> and we were we were the generation in the trades that got screwed though man like uh when we came into the trades it was definitely you got screwed with for a few years you know like you got messed with a little bit to make sure that you were gonna stick around you know a little hazing
0: I still hazing is- Will blow your bags to the fucking top of a truss up if sometimes if you're a new guy.
2: Hey, go climb for them things, yeah. Let's see if if you're a climber.
1: (laughs) Man, I'll I'll start throwing some jokes on these kids. And uh, I I took a job at this one company as a uh, general foreman. And uh, the first week there, I had this kid that, like, every time he told this kid to do something, he would do the. Like, call you motherfucker. Like, there's nothing that gets to me more than that shit. Even if you go do a good job at whatever you're supposed to do, like, what the hell? You know, like if you have a shitty attitude, you're gonna always have a shitty attitude. Um, so I told this kid one day, like all day we sent him looking for first, it was a bucket of steam. I was like, Oh get a fucking five-gallon bucket of steam, we're gonna be testing the steam lines. So this kid's like running around, like asking. For- Where's the fucking esteem, you know? So everyone's fucking And we had to look for the pipe stretcher, or, you know, everything. But he went and told the boss on us. And fucking that dude came on Like, I'm paying this much money for this. i like, bro, kick back. Like, get the fuck out of here. I ended up loading my bags and fucking quitting on them. But, like, that's the way you're supposed to do it. Oh, well, you know?
0: Oh, man shout out to you fucking plumbers too man you guys can handle that fucking money uh, <laughs> oh man Dude, so I, many times i've been in tight places just going oh jeez today as a matter of fact uh because i still you know dabble in trades a little bit you know I there's a hungry market right now nobody wants yep. to do that shit and unfortunately i will you know price is right i will show up and i just fucking yeah there's money
2: involved bathroom.
0: yeah, yeah I, second one well second one in like a month a full bathroom whole you know shower and shit and they had a pedestal in, sink in there and i was you know reattaching it to the plumbing that was there fucking lines in short and then fucking just hugging everything in to that pedestal <laughs> Oh man, I fucking every obscenity. I'm glad the whole motor wasn't there because it's one of the moments where you're like, am try
2: just <laughs> trying to get that first
0: spin on that, you know what I mean? That first bread, I'm just on that bitch. Just oh, yeah. Oh. I had I, I was one step away from trying to like sit Indian style under there with a fucking balance on my head so I could pull the pedestal out, you know what uh, I mean, just to get everything going so I could shove it back together, man. I was very right? close, that close. <laughs> so, fuck that, man. You, you plumbers got all my respect for that shit, man. Oh, See, nice. I've, done,
1: I've done commercial plumbing and pipe fitting my whole life. Um, The last few years I've dabbled in doing side jobs. I actually just pulled a permit today for this lady that I only try to do side jumps for growers now. So I only work on recommendations from other people recommending me, but they always pay cash up front. Everything, there's always never a problem, you know, like they pick their stuff out and then half the time we end up trading genetics and shit too, you know, like it's fucking nice.
2: <laughs> but I, 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 I don't want to do turn stuff.
0: Oh, man, that was...
2: no, that, no, not be... no. yeah, It's, it's okay. I nice do being
1: able, little... able to work with your hands like that. It's <laughs> fun. you bought it, though. I <laughs> oh, like, I could build anything, you know, like, oh, that's ditching.
2: Yeah
0: that woman though so that's that's an art man in my opinion man there's too many times man like when you're like piecing old shit together you know what i mean you're tying back into something i i had to fuck around you kind of talk about third chaser man. oh my god i had septic problems this year man i had both uh coming out of the house to the tank was reduced and i had oh, to no. put that back together and you know what I mean? When you got two ends, and you just gotta like flex everything back together and shit, hope you've got enough going there to grab and shit. That shit's tough, man.
1: I you know. Got use, you got to use repair stuff, couplings. So they make these, they make these couplings. that are called repair couplings, but a lot of people don't know about. Them. So a usual, a usual fitting would be like, like say this is the fitting. You know, in the middle of the fitting, there's gonna be a a little catch, you know, but a repair coupling, you could slide that son of a bitch wherever you want it. So you get your you get your one side in there and then slide the repair coupling, glue that son of a bitch on.
0: You know man, yeah, I fucking, oh, fuck. and even at that, man, I, you, I, I, today, again, I had to tie into that the old shower into, or because it was a tub, and now it's a shower. So I had to tie in Drink. And man, I, I go, I buy extras like two of these, oh, yeah. two of those, all that shit can go back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Even at that, like I said, there was that one point where you have to, you know, <laughs>
1: right? Your eyes open yeah.
0: before it grabs.
1: Right? <laughs> I, I did a job like that and, uh, we were, we were adding a bathroom into this lady's basement, so we had our whole concrete tore up and everything. And uh, the existing spot where we could tie in, it was 45, and there was no play, you know, whatsoever. Couldn't even get a repair coupling in there. I told her like, hey, I know, like I've worked on these big companies, so I know the inspectors out here, like pretty well. And I was like, I know what inspectors gonna show up for this city and we're going to use ferncoes on the centerpiece. Those are just a uh, rubber, you know, basically a rubber coupling that you fucking put your fucking straps on each side and fucking tune it down, you know? With that kind of knowledge of water
2: flow and pipe fitting and shit like that, have you ever thought about like an undercurrent
0: system, you know, where they're all tied into one main, you know, tank and just flow together? You know what I mean? Not, I know, like guys. empty
1: buckets or something? Uh, no, they you know, you know the
0: basic one system, but they they there's a pipe that connects all of them together, so there's kind of a water current that flows from one to the
1: other. Just a recirculating you know, line. I don't know. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of stuff to clean to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm sure. I'm sure. But they they do, man. When they're set up right, man, they kick,
2: man.
1: Like oh, DWC yeah. kind of set up. Yeah, yeah, DWC, you could really pull some weight off that stuff, man. But it also like um I, I, I enjoy growing it. <clears throat> if I would have to, I have to leave town for three or four days or even a week or two. I can have my daughter come over and it's a super <laughs> simple nutrient line I use, super simple, you know. Um uh, I use this lotus now. Um, it's either a feed or a water, you know? So I just feel like if something goes wrong like that, though, like I'll be able to fix it when I get home, you know? It's soil. But DWC, like, and if I leave for a few days and something goes wrong, like, there goes the whole crop.
0: Yeah, that's kind of. i uh, I've been running cocoa for years. You know, I, I started a little bit dirt. And it was too heavy for the setup that I was running. It was really, you know, literally too heavy. So I just, just switched over, trying to find lighter mediums. I Ended up in two cocoa, and stayed that way for a while. But now, you know, trying to, I did a little bit of experiment with Smiley there, kind of the earth boxes there. He actually brought me some dirt filled, try to, yeah, it actually worked pretty good. So now I'm kind of like bringing back the soil a little bit because now I'm back on hard ground. And I'm not necessarily worried about weight. Right. <laughs> I can bring back the soil a little bit and then we hope with that. And I'm hoping to kind of much of the same thing, be able to get a little bit of a cushion from uh, my daughter who's in chat right now. What's up Lexi? fucking, uh,
2: whatever, whatever.
0: you know, a little bit of water in here and there so I can, you know, take down some other tests, you know? Yeah.
2: Because, you
1: know, even if you just want, like, fuck, man, we worked hard as shit, you know what I mean? Like, we should be able to enjoy the benefits from what we've built so far. Like, I wake up one day and want to fucking tell my wife, hey, let's go to Vegas tonight. Let's stay there for two nights, you know, like, fuck, that's the beauty, you know, we can do that type of shit now
0: like yeah i'm hoping i'm actually hoping to uh to make it down to the vet's grow uh cup there in august i think it's like august uh, 14 15 something like that and so it'd be nice to actually i've not been able to fucking i've been doing this 20 fucking years and i fucking how many vacations have i had 20 fucking years slip zip. i can't step away
2: so it'd be Probably fucking all nice.
0: Work vacations, you know. <laughs> yeah, I something like that, just be able to leave the fort, you know, everything's gonna be that's where that next gen's gonna be, hopefully come in handy. You know, I wouldn't force it on the on the girls, but if they're interested, I'm trying to lower my I've got one that's left in us, you know, and uh it lives downstate in both uh both her and the boyfriend are both cannabis users. And I'm like, come on up here, yeah. I'll teach you both how to grow. Yeah.
2: That's
1: <laughs> it. That, my stepson's yeah. paying fifty dollars an eighth back home when he goes to the dispensary. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, even if you wanted to buy out here in Denver, you can go get some really quality, good flour for 125 bucks an ounce, you <laughs> know. Like, I'm like, come out here, I'll set you up a throw. you know, we'll get you a perpetual harvest going where you're you're pulling five pounds every six, seven weeks, you know, like you know, he's got that girlfriend, she's got her family, obviously. It's a tough situation for him. But my daughter's like, she's in it to win it, Brad. She's she is fucking crazy, like little blonde girl just like fucking. I want to grow the best weed on the planet. Uh, I'm like, fuck, all right.
0: It made me fucking tear
2: up. <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> hell yeah.
1: I got a, uh, my 10-year-old, um, that's my youngest right now. I got a 10-year-old and a 13-year-old. And uh, my 13-year-old doesn't, he'll look at the plants and be like, oh, you know, that's cool. But uh, my 10-year-old, like, he'll ask questions. You know, like, well, what what is that? You know, like what is this? Like he's super into gardening in the backyard, the vegetables and stuff. I'm like, man, this this kid's gonna be something special. I'm gonna turn him into my protege. Fucking him and my daughter, man.
2: Hopefully, they don't yeah, try I and take so it away from for... us. I know it'd be bullshit. I
0: mean, that is that. I never thought I'd be able to see cannabis at this point where it's at now, to where we can grow. But much less the, the thought of being able to, you know, legally pass it on as, a, you know, a profession, a career, a hobby, however you want to, you know, keep it growing, growing is amazing. You know, Absolutely. I would even as we were talking there. I kind of was thinking, you know, about the oldest girl getting her back up here and you know. all I was thinking that would be awesome, man, if at one point I can, you know, spread the wings that deep to where all three girls were caregivers. They talk about being able to fucking carry a library at that point, you know. Get you exactly. all three girls, oh, caregiver, fully carved. Exactly. <laughs> now you got a little network. Family network. That'd be awesome.
1: Right? And then rent a couple houses out just to do rec there too. <laughs> it's never enough, I think, you know, like you, you get to do 75. Like when I first came here, my license was 24. And that was like, yeah, you know, you could do a decent amount of stuff with 24 planes, you know. Um, but then when I found out I could get a 75 in the city where I live, was okay with seventy five because you can get it but certain cities won't let you do it. Um I was like, oh shit. Now that I've got the seventy five for a while, I'm like man, I really missed those ninety-nine days in California, you know, like oh man. It'd be nice to have ninety nine, but yeah.
0: My answer to that was uh kind of, you know. When I first started, it was all about man. I, I won't bullshit anybody. But fucking, oh, uh, I did it before I could. anyway. I. Yeah. But once it became legal and I had numbers to watch out for, I pegged the numbers for as long as I could. You know what I mean? But as I'm, you know, grown a little bit older and you know wiser, I found that you know I can slow things down. Grow a little bit bigger plants, keep a little bit better numbers and use, you know what I mean? Not not all my numbers for flowers, but keep, you know, better numbers for uh, library and veg, if you know what I mean. Keep the, you know, the larger amount
2: going. Yeah,
0: keeping things rolling. But uh, grateful nonetheless, man. I never thought it would be here. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, it's crazy, you know? man. Um, I was pretty unique. To I had a sheriff on the other side of my family, on my mom's side of the family, that uh, he would get drunk and tell us where their Cessnas could fly, because Ventura Ventura County is backed up to eighty thousand acres or whatever of Los Padres forest, springs and creeks everywhere man like trout fishing all over the place like not not a lot of people go back there that deep you know like if you trek back there for a few days you're not going to see people but he used to tell us where their chestnuts would fly and where they had to turn around
2: because they didn't have enough gas
1: to get built this far so we used to go out there and gorilla and like uh, a couple years I went out there when we were trying to build our family you know like hey Here's some money for a while, babe, but I'm going to go stay in the hills with my buddy in the tent for six months, and we're going to come back with 500 pounds of fucking weed, you know? <clears throat> and fucking 100 pounds of weed is life-changing if you're that young, you know? Even, even doing them at seven, 800 bucks a pound for a decent outdoor, you know? You're looking at 700K, you know?
0: Yeah. I miss those days, actually. Yeah 80 buck ounces and stuff
1: still got five hundred dollar i don't want to see
2: you
0: know what's funny is i don't want us to i remember eight dollar an ounce days but i would fucking cry to see eighty dollar an ounce days today I
1: man that's how it is out here you're in colorado you're fucking if you're getting sixteen any anything sixteen to two thousand like stop you know what I mean like there's so many the state's unique uh, there's a lot of licenses to be had so they'll license like for example they'll license a thousand facilities right to grow when there's only a hundred facilities to retail it you know so there's a huge black market here so (laughs) the guy here has got to either have the fucking straight, fire shit you ever seen. Or you got to compete with these fucking dudes that are pushing out, push indoor out at fucking 15,
2: you know?
0: I don't know? I've said too that, you know, I am grateful that I am, you know, for the time that we have with cannabis and, you know, the legalities of it all. I kind of fucking miss, <laughs> I still kind of miss the fucking outlaw dates of it. You know, there was something about that feeling of, you know, doing something wrong, whatever. No, <laughs> I, <you> know, <laughs> I, I ride with fucking people, that, to this day, other caregivers, you know, and they're, you know, you got yourself on this? is it in the trunk or whatever? I'm like, man. I, I stopped being nervous about this a long time ago. Shit, this being legal now. I throw it a lot of times. I'll throw it right in the fucking passenger seat. Whatever. Fuck you.
2: Man, dude, that's the first
1: crazy. time I got pulled over. Too- <laughs> uh, when I first came to Colorado, it was for a job. Um, so I, I was working for a DM job out here. And uh, me and my buddy, that he bring me on to the job uh, after the game, we were going to, or after the, after work, we were going to get ready and go to Rockies game. On the way to the Rockies game, we get pulled over. Dab is in the bucket cup holder. Um, I had like a, a whole thing of joints, like I was rolling joints on the way to the bank he was driving. So I had weed all over me, you know, like a pretty big bag. The cop was like, uh, Going a little fast, right to getting off the uh, highway, you know, license registration. That's his whole thing. Doesn't say a word about the dab rig, the weave, the, nothing. Like, hey, you guys smoking? Nothing, bro. Gives him his license back. Like, hey, keep it down, you know. And I was like, I love Colorado, bro.
0: It was funny because I told, like, yeah, it's like almost a similar story to my daughter, Lexus, today uh who's you know getting older she's the 22 she's a 22 and she's just now getting into cannabis more and more where she's smoking more and more and she was thinking about buying that lock box you know to carry and shit like that
2: right. and uh
0: i'm like you know i'm like yeah it's you know why that you want to do it i'm but i'm like man but legally you can carry it
2: too, <laughs> you know. Oh, he yeah, walk around with yeah. two Fuck, oh, man, you know, don't
0: sweat that shit. And I was telling her about getting them, you know, I got pulled over recently. And it was, <laughs> they left, you know, stupid as shit. It was tail like You know, stupid things, that, you know, you should know better. And it was funny because I just come from the fucking grocery store and a load of fucking dirt in the back. You all know, comes up, you know and I, and I was smoking a joint when he fucking passed me. He came by me, and I was like, oh, fuck. It fucking
2: flipped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is usually what the fucking worth the flip. you know what I mean? That should be a telltale for them. To, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I seen them lights like, spin around, and that's when I made the flip. I was like, fuck. He comes flying up, he's like, you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, ah. and I was waiting for him, you know, to say something about smoking or something. He's like, that taillight. And I'm like, oh, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, real you know, first thing that I like to so, you know, you got perfect for insurance or that, he's like, are you a grower? And I'm like, you know. Like I'm gonna lie to him, man. You know, uh, I don't things.
2: know. <laughs> dirt
0: and grow supplies in the back of the fucking truck.
1: Yeah, I grow
0: grow <laughs> He's like, "Is is there is there weed in the truck?" And there's a fucking ounce in the passenger seat, just bang, bang, right there, right out in the open. And I'm not worried about it because. It's not rolled up or nothing, you know what I mean? It's not fucking drive and smoke ready, even though I was smoking, you know what I mean? He's like, and I had uh, three garbage bags that had blankets in the bag. And he looks at me and he says, is that weed? (laughs) Are those weed? I'm like, no, man, you want to fucking look you fucking nuts? And he fucking goes back to the car and fucking comes back and he's like, get that tail light fixed. Didn't he even bother to he, he When he asked, when he seen the ounces, he's like, is that it?
2: And I'm like, yeah,
0: it's it. He fucking didn't even bother to, you
2: know,
0: fucking with is that. It the nails in the back. <laughs> yeah, get that tail light fixed. So I was like,
2: oh shit. Oh shit.
0: That we're, uh, yeah, we've definitely come, you know, a long ways. And another thing that I've noticed up here, because I've been, again, pulled over for that fucking speeding fucking bullshit. I'm a little bit of a lead foot. And that's funny, too, because, I, I you know, even back then, you know, I spent, I still speed, you know, yeah. with, a little low, <laughs> a little low they, I... They're looking for the overcautious fucker that looks exactly. nervous. The asshole that's blowing. But <laughs> man, I've been pulled over and <laughs> they're like, same thing, you know, because I, 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 you know, a knife guy myself. And uh, any weapons in the vehicle? Right on the console Right here. Any guns? No? Really?
1: Yeah, ain't <laughs> fucking like,
0: not even, like, didn't even want to see the knives or nothing. Fucking <sighs> okay, get a gun.
2: <laughs> that's not the
1: way
2: they're
0: at. It. You're up here with
1: fucking bets.
2: Everybody's
1: got guns up, up here. get uh, a gun, So I've I've overturned some of my felonies, but I'm working on one last felony for the trafficking. And uh once I get that overturned, I'll have all my rights back. It's fucking ex- it's been an expensive road, bro. But fuck, uh, like that was one thing that. That my wife talked me into doing was like, why don't you? Get it, you know?
0: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And again, that would never have been possible without cannabis legalization. And they, they were, you yeah. know, in my opinion, they're all bullshit charges, anyways. Exactly. It have been.
1: It's but, all a money grab, man. It's all, you know, to keep their industry going, like, pretty sure the criminal defense attorneys are in on it too, you know, they're making fucking tons of money. <laughs> and over fist.
0: Well, we were fucked, you know, when they a lot of states turn their their prison systems, their penal systems over to a private, you know, private investors, that's when things kind of really spun out of control because now, you know, it's not about... They
1: get judges working for... Um, dollars. Yep. And, uh, that's so. They've always said that the East Coast has the mob, and the West Coast has the LAPD. Like uh, on the West Coast, the mob doesn't have a real big presence, you know, because you have your Hispanic gangs with their Mexican mafia and stuff like that. But really, the police is the mob, bro. Like where I grew up, it's like Ventura and a bunch of small towns. There's a there's a town called Santa Paula. And I have 160 cousins. My dad's got 17 brothers and sisters. So we have a fucking gigantic family. So most of my family is this Uh, They deal in the meth trade and stuff like that, you know, and cocaine and shit. And half the people that they buy shit off of is the cops. When they do big busts on people. And then they turn around and they sell it off the fucking people, bro. The fucking police... Like, and and I wouldn't believe it unless I've seen it with my own fucking eyes, you know? Like, an actual fucking cop, a squad car, dropping off pounds of dope, you know? Like, and then for for them to pull you over about weed, once you know that type of shit, it's like, fucking masinine, you know? Like, you want to rip their head off, like, what? Well, one of the big, one of the big wins here in
0: Michigan, is, was when we uh won the forfeiture bullshit because it was like mentality in my opinion up until oh, that yeah. point when they can fucking come busting in on just you know sense and like that and take everything
2: they did yep. they did man yep.
0: and that's how police departments got all their goodies their toys and all their bullshit exactly. man, they were never exactly back
1: yep yep. Um, when I, when I was fighting my case, I had gotten pulled over about a year and a half before that. I was on the way to the shooting range. I had a brand new, uh, Sig Walter, um, 45 and I had a Glock too. The Sig was brand new. I just paid $1,400 for this, you know, on my way to the shooting range, but my dumbass didn't unload the clip. And I had it in the, in, the, in the case that it came in, but it wasn't locked, and it was just right there on, my, on the seat next to me. The cop freaked out, put his gun to my head, the whole thing, you know, felony stop. Another, another cop come up, and I'm like, bro, they got registered weapons, you know, like I understand, like the clips are in them. I'm on my way to Shooter's Paradise, you know, and uh, they take them from me. I, I had to go to jail, everything, bro. So the judge was like, as long as you don't get in trouble. You could go pick up your guns in nine months, you know. So I had to do this probation for nine months, and then after the nine months was up, I was, I was fighting that case at the time, but I kept pushing that case off so I could get my guns and then transfer them somewhere safe, you know. And uh, when I went to pick them up with the pocket from the judge that said to release them to me, the CHP was like, "Oh, those guns were destroyed because they were using a crime." And I was like, what crime, <laughs> like they were brand new, you know, and like how were they destroyed because they were not using a crime. Uh, they looked it up and they're like, oh, it says right here, uh, concealed carry. And I was like, I, I did this nine-month summary probation, of, you know, I showed my ticket and everything. He was like, well, can't do anything, they were destroyed. I'm like, you know damn well those are sitting in one of your motherfuckers' safes at home, you know, like bullshit. Can't do nothing. They're they're the biggest gang there is, though. You know, you can't do shit about it. <laughs> well, you can I though. Can't.
0: <laughs> we're we're taking slow wins. We're taking slow wins. Like we said, we were never never thought we'd be here, man. That's for sure. All right. So I'll, I'll take I'll take those take it one at a time. Fuck, man. Okay, I nice. Here in Michigan, fuck. It, fireworks and cannabis came legal. And I was
2: like, "Yeah, I don't need to leave this <laughs> fucking state for shit. I can blow <laughs> things up. I ain't smoke weed. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah!" yeah. <laughs> Where the hell did my dad go?
1: Um, fireworks are legal here in Colorado. Uh, if you go over to Wyoming, they're fully legal, uh, and you can buy whatever the hell you want over there. Uh, So, they got, like, on the highway to Wyoming, right when you cross the state line, there's all these gigantic factories, you know, a Black Cat factory, a Phantom factory. (laughs) We usually do a big show. Oh, man.
0: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That fucking used to be my favorite time of the year. It still is. Still is. I love fucking fireworks. I love the fucking set fireworks off. I almost like just... To me, you know, I like to bring everybody together, and I like to light them off. There's just something fuck up about that just likes lighting that fuse and run it. You know what I mean? There's just something about looking, here hearing that, and just looking over your shoulder and catching a Oh, yeah. It. And then running love, back I with another fucking ball.
1: <laughs> right? Uh, we'll set up a piece of plywood and... Uh, and set up like 10 tubes on it so we could set 10 of them in there and hook them together and light them off, you know, the mortars. And fucking, there's nothing better than that, bro. Like having your kids get to invite all their buddies and shit like that, you know, like, well, my dad does a huge fireworks show, you know, like I'll go up there and spend a few, grand, maybe maybe a few more than I should and uh, I'll come back here and sell them to a couple buddies and shit to make back most of my money. Um, but hell yeah, we do we do a big show,
0: man. <laughs> Sounds like the old trips to fucking Indiana, and fucking all the time when uh, I think we're here. I used to do the same thing: run out, run down before the four, fucking buy as much shit as I could, fucking. Yep. Me and that for me it's, uh, it's like because I've got the girls and, and Fort July was always a time, you know, bring them together the rest of the families, my nephews and shit, the boys I never got to see. And that was always you know, the best time for me is having all all the you know, all the guys together and fucking I'd have them guys fucking untwining balls for me. And you know oh, the yeah. old ones that were old enough, because I did the same thing. I would you know light screw down the fucking a nice couple sheets of plywood and fucking yeah, we would just run back and forth a couple of us and we'd fucking we'd go through lighters all night long. Run back, oh. go forward, and be like, Freddy, yeah, one, two, three, fucking we'd light them both like, and <laughs> fucking the rest <laughs> of the kids would just be undoing the balls, you know what <laughs> I mean. First time I moved out towards uh the Durand-Owasso area, I moved next door to a military colonel, and shit you not, man, I, I just, we, we became good friends, but we had the roughest start, man, from this incident, 4th July, and it was like fucking, it went on for about six hours, well before, you know, dusk, we started. Blowing it went, the
2: sky out, man. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, he got up the next morning, and I could hear him out in the yard. He rightfully so; he had every right to be pissed. Oh yeah, fucking, there was fucking yeah, debris everywhere. He's all fucking pissed, and fucking. I kind of I met him at well, I was screaming out the window back and forth. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to be a patriot. Fucking blah blah blah. And then fucking kinda of fucking ended up meeting him at the fence in my underwear when I fucking <laughs> realized what I'd done was an asshole movie and kinda had, kind of had uh, and again I I was, you know, new neighbor, I wasn't you know to know, but he had severe, you know, PTSD from it all I kinda of fucking without knowing got the shit out of me for fucking six hours and but
2: it and
0: i again after i found that out deepest apologies you know we ended up becoming friends and yet after every year after that i would always because i found out he was a smoker obviously i would hook him up with a fat sack and offer you know put him up okay you know for the the fourth of july
2: (laughs) yeah 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 and uh
0: you know
2: few years he took
0: me up on it but a few years in the beginning you know it's still in the beginning phase i don't know if it was a trust issue but i remember one year that it was the second year and I, that's where i got more respectful you know especially after the second year because he let it go on three hours easy cheers up hope Ponix, nice to see you with and chat uh he was like eagle about well done you know, all you could, you could tell by the voice and you know, all you could see, it was like pitch dark and all you could see was those lights, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, let's pack it up, guys. Said, oh, man, you know what I mean? So I respectfully pulled it back that night and then the next year I was like, you know, how, how about we just, you know, we'll meet you halfway here, you know, I'll put you up, you want to take off. It was... He turned out. To that's be an cool awesome as
1: fuck, guy. are you though, man? Yeah, that's cool as fuck.
0: Uh, uh,
1: just had a baby next door. Like maybe two months ago, she came home from the hospital. A barbecue here and stuff like that. So, but when I smoke a tri-tip, I'll smoke it. You know, and hand it over the fence. Hey neighbor, you want some tip? You know. And uh, I hit him up a few weeks back and was like, hey, so, because uh, this is our fourth, fourth, first 4th fourth of July at this house. And uh, I'm like, how's the neighborhood? You know, like, is it pretty active? Uh, you guys do a block party. Uh, the next street over does a block party. So I start talking to the neighbor that's behind me, and they shut down the whole front of the street and everyone barbecues and everything. So we're just going to take all our stuff over to his house other neighbors like oh we're, we're gonna take our kid and our pets down to the basement you know like they'll be fine you know but uh but this is our first year in a neighborhood where they do a block of work we're pretty, pretty stoked on it oh man like we could really let loose this year you know like we could bring the big guns
0: <laughs> you know and a strange twist of fate that i've never really until you know, while we're speaking here, is I ended up moving north. And I, when we started this talk about 4th July, there, I said it used to be my favorite holiday, and it still is. But I moved north, and now the house that I'm in is surrounded by fucking pines, and I'm in the middle of the fucking forests, and you know, shooting oh, yeah, off, know, there, especially at yeah. dry times. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a horrible idea. <laughs> But in a crazy, of fire <laughs> I'm to fucking pretty much what it's like, vet retirement area. So now, hey, you know, it's quite the opposite. I'm not shell shocking the Colonel anymore. These guys around me are fucking lighting it up, man. They can
2: fucking.
0: All you can hear around here on the 4th of July is fucking gunfire. It ain't even fucking. <laughs> Fireworks and shit. It's actual gunfire and God knows what else, man. I'm crazy That's blowing shit up up here in the Fourth of July. So it's kind of like the full circle.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I like. Uh, I like the summer holidays, definitely, man. I'm I'm trying to get it down to where uh, I want to buy a camper like a pool trailer or something that way I could keep getting like my daughter and her boyfriend coming around you know like, I mean shit I get her weed for free because fuck it, it keeps her coming to the house all the time you know what I mean like she's at that age right now where she just moved out you know and it's like I want to keep an eye on her uh, but they actually just had a. An altercation last week, uh, I had to go to this fucking school, this, they're playing RC cars and shit with those electric RC cars, you know, like the nice ones, and uh, it was getting dark, these drunk neighbors came over there starting some shit, and, uh, and her, my daughter's boyfriend and his friends are all really good kids, you know, super well-behaved fucking, uh, their dads are all super strict on, them, you know, like, they're good kids, you uh, so she sent me this video and she's like, "Come up here now." This guy has a fucking metal pipe, you know, like telling these kids shit. You can tell he's shit-faced, drunk. Like he didn't want to see me when I got there, definitely. But, but yeah, like ugh, just that type of shit. I'm like, this is why you need to live at the house. <laughs> Luckily, they live really close by, though. But still, you know.
0: Oh man. I feel your pain there. Because, uh, like I said, man, my oldest, close knit family here, myself, me and my girls, you know what I mean? And the oldest, it was a daddy's girl. Um, I'm not going to lie, oldest, you know, first. He's, not that I love the other two any less. But she was first, and no, first went out of the nest. And it was heartbreaking. Cause man, that last oh, yeah. few years, man, she went everywhere with that grocery shopping jobs, She helped out, you know what I mean. And it was this was all, oh, this is probably as a father that has a daughter, you're gonna fucking feel this pain. I know. So we're packing up, move. We're uh, selling the house, moving 200 uh, miles north.
2: And
0: uh, actually, as far as the girls go, they hardly even, like, slept over at France's house and shit like that. This was her pretty much first real, real boyfriend. And when it come to fucking moving up here, where we're like, are you coming? You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Going to make extra space. Nope. I'm staying here with him. And we moved 200 miles north, and she stayed with boyfriend. And that decision was, man, like a fucking knife to the chest today. Yeah. Oh,
1: man. I feel I like heard. they're they're picking a guy up. They live five minutes from me, man. And uh, she, I mean, of course, she has a room here still. You know? And... Uh, like she didn't really like oh i'm moving out she just stayed over there stayed over there and they've been together like two years now you know since like high school sweetheart type of shit but I, every time i talk to her still he's not around i'm like is everything okay like you need me to pull his fucking eyeballs out you know <laughs> or you know dad come over <laughs> and- it,
2: you yeah know? <laughs>
0: I both, oh man, there's what I did that one time, brother. Fucking, um, she was up here visiting, and he was down there being you know, like a little fucking asshole. Be honest with you. Oh, I'm pounding his feet back and forth, Texas, back and forth, Texas. Oh, I gotta go home. There's a problem, you know. He's being an ass. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm right there on my fucking phone
2: fuck you, motherfucker. You fucking (laughs)
0: fucking up my time with my daughter and shit. Don't make me come down there, you little asshole and shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh man, That back and forth. I went back and forth on, like, car decisions. You know what I mean? Oh, that car can be fixed. Oh, the transmission's fucked up in that. It's wheel bearing. No, listen to me. It's wheel bearing. No, that car needs a transmission. Oh, he's an asshole. And back and forth (laughs) like that. Oh,
1: Oh, oh, man. oh man, I'm I'm just glad that the kid that she's with is nothing like me at all. You know, like, he is a he's an angel. You know, <laughs> but when he first started like really coming around, like I told her, like, hey, he's got to come up here. You know, he's got to talk to me And she was scared as shit. You know, like they've been together for a couple months. You know, and. I, his dad is in the trades too so you kind of know like oh I have some leeway here you know uh, and I told him like bro like it hurt her feelings all that stuff she'll get over that but if you ever lay a hand on my daughter I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna cut you apart and I'm gonna bury you in three different states and the dude like it stuck with him you know like um, now that they've been together all this time she'll come over and if my wife's not here I'll smoke a joint with her or something. Put a hand into him. Here, Dale, you want to hit? Oh no, I can smoke. And she laughs like, he "Doesn't care if you smoke." You know, and he thinks like, "Oh, if I if I smoke, like I can't drive. Like I can't drive with his daughter." Like, he's the most respectful kid ever, man. I, I can <laughs> That's
0: what we hope for, anyway. That's exactly what we hope for is they kind of me Luckily, I've only had to go through one so far of this instant and There's still two, two at home. I love to death, but and I'm not looking forward to the boyfriend channel anytime soon. Man. It's uh, rough.
1: rough. Yeah. <laughs> she used to get real mad because I was always real strict with her about that type of stuff, but her older brother, my stepson, He's 20, he's about to be 24. Um, with him, it was, he was a boy, you know, it was, hey, if you get someone pregnant, you're going to have to deal with, it, you know, <laughs> I'm not paying for you to have a kid, you know, and we never worried about it. <laughs> but, but I mean, look at him, too. He's been with his chick going on six
2: years now. It's like,
1: wow, me and my wife have been married, uh, damn near 20 years now, you know, we met super young, too.
0: Yeah, that's uh I don't know. Luckily luckily again that first one didn't she's not with that first guy. I was oh, that's- she's with a very respectful cat you now. That first one, man. I tell you, I can't even think of a uh, a good movie that's where a bad scene memory. where the cat just like laughs uncontrollably. Uh I think maybe Charlie Murphy in one of those skits when he's talking about some of the shit he, you know, with that laugh he has, like uncontrollable. Man, I had one of those with that cat one time. He actually called me with like the breakup advice and stuff on my daughter. I, was, I had never had such a good laugh in my life. You know, he was like, oh man, it was. Oh, I shouldn't even say, it, but I had never laughed so hard. He was like. Dude, there's no way in hell I'm siding with you over my daughter, and right. I don't even like you. What the fuck? Is, I gave him credit for <laughs> balls for calling. I really did. Right. That was bottom line.
2: <laughs>
1: man. Oh, man. my daughter, uh, my wife's at, uh, dad was a complete ass. Me and him couldn't have started off worse if it was planned. First time i met him we were going on a trip up to this fucking lake to go camping and we were taking her car and she had this little honda civic and we pulled up and she was getting money off her dad or whatever the fuck you know and uh he came out to meet me he's a big asshole like me he's a oil guy you know uh, he was like you're fucking letting my daughter drive on these tires and i was like your cheap ass hasn't bought tires for your daughter and like we almost got into it you know right off the bat and she you know like but we went there and she was like my dad's an asshole like don't even talk to him you know so it was already like bad intentions in my head you know Like, but me and him are really cool now he, he got a cushy job with shell oil makes fucking six figures and Lives up in the, the bay by San Francisco and shit. Man, like, man, be nice. Give me a job with Shell Oil. <laughs> Give me a 600,000 dollars job, you know? Damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: they grow up too quick, man. That time, man, they fucking, they grow up too quick, man. I talk about that all the time, man. Take time a little bit two yep. minutes with them man, and at least her day ask some questions something. Man, yep. I couldn't believe it when that happened with the first girl that I had that realization <laughs> that holy fuck. That was brutal.
1: Uh, brutal. Yeah. Um we've talked about uh, relocating to Arizona in the next like eighteen months to two years, like I want, to, I want to be able to pull some profits off this Oklahoma stuff, and I want to buy this property And I to go out there. Once I have a well drilled on it, I'm going to go down there and put septic in, but I'm going to put two septic systems in since I'm already going to be down there. So I'm going to, I want to
2: have a trailer
1: come down there and hook it up to septic and be able to build a house. And then after that, I want to be able to put another septic and another well. If we get 100 acres, can have 10 residential homes on the property, you know? But uh, I'm like, I'm building a house for you and your little boyfriend and you guys are moving. <laughs> Pretty much that's how it has to happen, right? It's like, well, I'm building the house and you guys are moving. It's all there is. But you can't say no to that, you know? Like, come on. That
0: would be awesome. That was kind of the... Uh... What Buddha Boy was talking about last night when he was on the on the show is uh, that's the way he's pretty much envisioning. It. It's a nice hunk of land that's been in the on uh, the family, and you exactly. know, encouraging you know the sons and daughters to build on theirs. You know, stay close to the you know, keep the family unit together like that. Yep. And, yeah. It would be fun.
1: We're looking uh, near Prescott, Arizona. It has like a, a little microclimate there. that It stays 85 all year. It's only about two weeks out of the year. It gets above that. And same two weeks about. of So it's like just
2: begging for me to come there and grow on it, you know? Yeah. So do you think you'll ever like even
0: like just... So if say uh, start growing some hemp, I know like here in Michigan, I've kind of thought about, it. I think that like a hemp uh for you, I think you have to have three acres, but I think it's like a hundred bucks, something like that to be able to just throw some hemp. I mean, just to start overgrowing, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So I've thought about it, but I've probably thought about it for all the wrong reasons, you know? I've thought about it just to just to put say if you put a thousand plants out there, I didn't know a hundred of them were THC seeds. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, nature is a funny piece. You
1: know what happens. Well, and in then nature? if you're doing a thousand or a couple, because to do the hemp and seed, <laughs> have to do a shit ton of it you know for it to be profitable um and i mean if you're doing that type of that type of acreage anyway like in your license it's not like anyone's gonna come up there and pluck the butt off and be like oh this is THC," you know like i'd say right now we probably have a small window of a few years before they, they really do some type of regulation where they have a actual inspector an agricultural inspector or some type you know what i mean before they make up some job for it
2: they, make oh, they,
1: uh,
0: they can't keep up on what's being presented to them now as far as testing and shit like that they can't keep up with
1: it yeah i would imagine i like watching that uh, that show that guy thought about that uh the operation he's doing, the guy that used to do the infomercials, uh, that Mount Kush or whatever, that's what's uh, really inspired me. You haven't seen that yet? Uh, oh, man, you got to check that out. It's called um, – I think it's called Mount Kush. Don't quote me on it, though, but it's the guy that he does those infomercials, and I want to say he's, like, British or something like that. Um, and he, he's the, hes the like, as-seen-on-TV guy. <laughs> But wait, and then there's more, you know what I mean, one of those guys? Um, well, his daughter, I'm not sure the exact medical condition, um, but I think it's the same as um, where she gets a bunch of grand mal seizures, uh, epileptic, uh, and she really benefits a lot from CBD and, uh, and RSO and stuff like that. So. Like to so, watch that show is all about him getting into the industry, you know, with his daughter and stuff like that. But they have a huge operation. I think it's Tennessee or something like that.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. But uh, it just leaves room for like so many jokes, to be honest with you. Because I, I would honestly lose a little bit of hope in the CBD market when say, like, the, Vince from like Sham starts like pushing fucking CBD products <laughs> at the intro version.
2: Well, production. that guy it's good for oh, me. It's partnered good off. With the-
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it spills, you can clean it up with a Sham Wow. Hey, what's uh, funny though, like he teamed up with some good growers and stuff, obviously, but the, I guess their CBD. They pressed it all into rosin, and they work with, uh, with like, a, a rosin press manufacturer and all this stuff. But, like, with, to see him do it, though, like, when they go deliver this rosin and have it tested and stuff like that, they're taking, like, their five-gallon buckets of rosin, and it's, like, 40 or 50 five-gallon buckets of rosin, you know? I'm like, God, if just one of those was THC, like... Some money, you know what I mean? That's, that's probably 100 200 pounds of rosin in each one of those buckets. they
0: fucking trying to again, the infomercial and shit. You can even fix a mold with the rosin,
2: <laughs> it stops links. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> it's a sure. miracle product. <laughs>
2: Oh man. Oh shit. Is it what time is
1: it?
2: I'm a, I
0: can't
1: see. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch to the garage. My uh the lights are about to turn off in here in like two minutes. We'll go out to the garage and I'm gonna take a look at the flowery.
2: Hell yeah. How do I turn it's the important. camera around here? Okay.
0: Well, up in the, if you're on a phone upper left hand corner, you should be able to flip it around.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, I see it. I'm going to step over and grab a hunk of blood real quick.
1: Yeah. Ooh, it's hot out here. Got to empty these. Hold on real quick. Let me empty these
0: humidifiers. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually fucking thinking about having, it'll be first year that I may possibly fucking uh, put in an air conditioner here (laughs) as the fucking hot weather approaches this weekend.
1: Yeah, I'm a big one on, uh, I'd rather add more CO2 than air conditioning. I think it's cheaper to add the CO2. And then I could, it's 95 degrees in here right now and the plants are still happy. There we go. Well, that's the thing.
0: Right now it's an open loop system here, basically. So air conditioning would be probably the first step of maybe possibly adding some extra CO2.
1: Yeah. Yeah, these are starting to fade. I got about 10 days left or so of flushing.
2: What are we looking at?
1: That is... Uh, so this is the tangy. It's a silver surfer tangi from uh, Swami. This is... Uh, fuck, this falling all over the place, man. This is the gelato cake. Big old fatties. Everything's just toppling over in here, just... Heavy.
2: My big old fatty nugs on them. I I like to gross out myself.
1: Yeah, see, these ones, uh, when I first... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: I like to, I like to see them fucking flop like that, man. I think that stress towards the end, you know, it... Helps to uh, produce some extra turps and a little bit of extra THC production, man. I like to let them flop as long, you know, till the point of snap, almost.
1: Yeah, you know it, I mean? it makes them think that they're dying, you know. Um, I veg these a little too long because, so when I was when we got this house, I had to run 240 out here because I could only pull maybe 10 amps out here before I'd flip the breaker, and uh, the electrician just fucking took his sweet ass time. But uh, finally got out here. So they were in veg maybe about two to three weeks longer than I would have liked. But uh whatever. Still get big old fatty nugs off them. And then this is gonna be a full run of uh of that silver surfer tangy, little 12 plant run of it. I'm gonna do uh I'm gonna do this one for YouTube. I'm gonna make some videos on it. Um I'm sponsored by Optic LED now, so I kind of want to show people like what these lights can actually do compared to a, a cheaper quantum board, like more readily available, what people would usually buy to start off with, you know? <clears throat> but that's why I'm running what, the Optic cobs too. Those? those are Optic eight. Yeah. So these are what I'm talking about that I'm switching to. Is uh, these are 500 watts a piece, and I can consistently pull 800 to a thousand grams off them, no problem. You know, off 500 watts. Where so every thousand watt I take out, these are running 500 watts at two amps, and off a 240 line, a thousand watt is still pulling four and a half amps. So these are half the amperage, everything. And then these are the Finn Company, but it's the uh the bar lights they put out. That's the uh, Optics
2: five. Swim 500s. Ah,
1: oh, man, it's fucking hot out here.
2: It's little warm in
0: my grow tonight, finally starting to cool off, man.
1: yeah, these are uh these are a four week veg. Some uh, Gift of Fire, that one downstairs I was telling you I was going to clone off of. That's these right here. They're stacking up real nice under these 1,000 watts. When I flowered them under the uh, optics the last run, though, they they get so colorful under these damn LEDs, man.
2: I definitely love the LEDs myself. They've
0: come so far.
1: Oh yeah! Remember, ten years ago or so, they were fucking garbage, and you had to pay a shit ton for them.
2: Yeah, I that was, I was so definitely bad.
0: trying to trying to jump on the train back then. I've definitely taken some beatings
2: on some LEDs versions. <laughs> right.
1: That's i I've always been the, nice like, setup. when LEDs, thank you, um, when LEDs were first coming out, I was always the, like, nope, like, thousand watt red eye bulbs for me, bud, you know? <laughs> um, but seeing what my buddy did with these, he pulled off one of these optic uh, cob LEDs, 500 watts, and he pulled over two pounds out of a four by four, and I was like, damn, like, that's more than I'll do with HPS all day, you know.
2: So that started making which switch. ones
0: do you do you prefer the bar or the uh, the style that you got hanging there, the optic?
1: Um, well they're both optics. Um this would be the first season that I'm using those bar LEDs, so we'll see. But um uh, I mean, it's the it's the the technologies there. You know, the diodes are top of the line. Um, they're using the LM301Bs, and then they're using the new uh, Samsung that's for growing the LH351H, and then you know, good uh, really good top top of the line meanwhile drivers. Uh, but they're ten year warranties, man. That's the only light manufacturer I've seen offering a 10-year warranty. And they're made in the U.S.
2: That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I haven't heard of a 10-year either. Five-year
0: is pretty standard, isn't it? Yeah, 5 years.
1: Um, When I was researching them, they offer a 10-year because they... They overpower the light, so they'll put a they'll put 1,000 watts of drivers into it, and then internally, they'll take it down to 500 watts. So outside, you can only get it to go up to 500 watts. If you hook it up to one of their uh, controllers, you can pull extra wattage out of it. But because they, they basically dim it down to 50% in the unit itself, um, it, it doubles up their lifespan, you know? So they overpower it and then they turn it down.
0: Captain 420 in chat would like to know uh about the uh, the lights uh fire red spectrum. Do you know about that? Do you
2: tell us anything um, about
1: uh, fire I red I mean it's it's pretty close to, to all the other top manufacturers? Um it's it's definitely in the Gavita um in, in the higher spectrum for LED lights. Uh you're looking at so, like, your top-of-the-line HLG lights, you're looking at 2.7 micromoles per joule. Um, whereas these optics are putting off, I think these optic cobs are putting off 2.9, but the bar LEDs are putting off 3.1. I mean, so it's, its you know, the stats don't lie. Um, but just the fact that they're made in the U.S. too, like, I'm trying to get away from anything I can that's made in China. Like you know that you can't do everything, but every couple things that you can do is going to make a difference in the long run. You know.
0: Heard that. Heard that. So what? uh, What do you know exactly what the Barcel what the price point is there for that in particular
1: one? Um. So. I can get you 10% off or if you're if you're a content creator or anything like that, you contact them, they'll give you a five to 10% off code to use. Um, but that bar LED, they're 500 watt, the, it's the slim 500S with the discount, that's about 800 bucks. And um, the cobs are maybe about a hundred dollars more with the discount. So it's still under a thousand dollars. Uh, but but if you figure, if you spend, a, if you spend $500 at Mars Hydro, or, or the same, like I'm doing in this tent, this little comparison, you know, you're spending $500 on quantum boards or $800 on a better light, you'll, you're going to see the poundage, you know, you're going to see an actual almost pound difference. Like, so the light pays for itself your first harvest, you know.
2: Yeah. In my opinion, you can't beat the bars.
1: You just can't yeah. beat the bars. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, the with these about 40 inches from my plants, I'm getting about, about 1200 PPFD in the middle with the cobs. And I'm probably getting about 700 on the edges of a four to five by five area. But with those bar LEDs, you're getting a solid almost 900 PPFD. All the whole damn light, you know, the whole coverage area. I'm excited yeah. to see what it does, though, for sure. Oh,
2: that, I think you'd be very happy with that, Ron. Very Definitely.
1: happy. Man, these damn humidifiers are turning the heat up in here, man. That's why it's so hot. They're both running.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm borderline putting the air conditioner
1: on myself. Yeah, I I have one, but my dumbass is when I put this tent up, I buried it. <laughs> so it's like, oh, ah, if I get it, it's gonna be a real bitch. So I'm just gonna tough it out without it.
2: I don't want yeah, to put more. Yeah, I actually,
0: I'm, I pull in a, you know, this uh, nice filtered uh, Michigan air here. I've, I've been, you know, this is my fifth year up here, and I've yet to put in an air conditioner because I tend to run at night. Well, really? I, this is so. So here's the flip side of things. I may, I've never run everything at night. I may end up having to. Uh, break things back down to where it's half and half again just for each reasons yeah I mean, that's the way it has always run but because of uh the show because of the show and the way i run my life currently i've, I've kept everything on the same time schedule just for work purposes
1: yeah where i was
0: available but uh yeah I'm pulling in that cold Michigan air, man. Like fucking most nights, even during summer, it's like 50, 55 out there. So you know, suck that in and dump it in the room. Hell, that's almost what an air Oh yeah.
2: Is. Oh
1: yeah. See, yeah, I don't pull any air in here because it's it's a semi-sealed room with CO2. So I'm I pull out about 350, 400 CFM, but if i switch tonight i'm hoping the same thing by switching tonight i can catch the cooler temperatures you know just just what it does residually pull cool in you know
0: that's the only uh, benefit about you know possibly bringing in the air conditioning and closing it up a little bit is the the hopes of putting in some some co2 yeah something.
1: definitely um your room is pretty big there. So I I would say if you were just doing tents, you could do those little bottles like homemade bottles. Those add a good amount. Like those, the mushroom bags, those are cool because they last six months. But in all reality, they only add about 100 uh, ppm of CO2 um, where those little bottles that you can mix up in a two liter bottle, you have to make a new bottle every ten days, but they add about 400 ppm to your to your tent or whatever, you know. Oh, there we Well, you can make them pretty simple, like some yeast and sugar.
0: Not too bad, running at 600 right now with the ambient kind of set Oh yeah, there. that's
1: that's plenty. Yeah, I push these fuckers. I'll I'll get it up to like fourteen hundred in here and fucking run it like 92, 93 degrees. It it makes them suck that water up faster. Everything it just speeds up their metabolism.
0: So do you uh, mix your up your own soil these days, or do you have a preference with uh, a soil that you run it?
1: Um, I like Nectar of the Gods. Um, I like their number four mix. Um, but pretty much any 50-50 blend, you know, I don't I don't want full only soil, um just drainage issues, you know. I feel like that 50-50 blend, you get the best of both worlds. You still get the it holds on to it a little more, you know, but uh but you're still dried out within two days, you know.
2: Yeah, well,
0: you're doing something right there. Plants are definitely looking
2: good.
1: Man, that cocoa, though, I've done quite a few grows with just cocoa, and that shit grows fast, man. It gets out of control fast, though, too. But
0: Yeah, I definitely love the cocoa. Yeah. I'm kind of trying to simple things up a little bit for one reason or another. And uh, I don't know if I... A newcomer, my, one of my girls there are uh, ready to take on like mixing up new nutrients and stuff like that. If I'm going to leave some tests, I'd rather just leave it to a water type system for them like years. Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: Uh, for years, I ran uh, just uh, dry amendment nutrients where you just mix them in every three weeks or so. And then that's all you do is feed up. Uh, a six five water you know just a pure water and just reamend every three weeks um but this company lotus there it's so i've been told it's a bunch of california growers that started the company and then um it's run out of canada but it's uh, they advertise as fucking premium nutrients for medical growers you know and uh the guy came into uh, my buddy owns a hydro shop out here so the rep came into the shop and was like uh oh switch over to this and i was showing him some shit on youtube and shit and he's like man he gave me a full line of their shit and was like switch over to it for a couple plants that you you can grow the same strain you know your way and then our way and if you don't see a 10 to 20% increase don't call us you know i ended up calling them like hey bro like like i saw a good 20 25% increase on what i was doing worm castings dry amendments like adding in molasses doing the whole shebang you know and i just like like fuck it if i can get that with just mixing this shit in there it's still all organic like i'm loving these guys
0: so is that a what's is that a dark horse or is that a Mustang on there on there? Can't help, Where? can't help but ask. And your forearm Where? there, brother.
1: Oh, it's a, a Bronco. <laughs> I was like, is there some shit I don't know about there? Uh, no, it's a, I'm a big Broncos fan. It's uh, we live uh, ten minutes from the stadium here too, so it's it's pretty dope. We can. We can go tailgate to the fucking games and shit. Get off shitty in the parking lot. I met a bunch of the players and stuff. Uh, we did the tour of the stadium and on the tour that we were on, we got to meet John Elway and shit. Like he's actually got a restaurant in town. Uh, so does Mike Shanahan, the old coach for the Denver Broncos. But you could go to their restaurant and shit and like, Maybe half the time they're gonna be there, you know, and they might say hi or you know, sign some or take a picture, you know. It's pretty cool. I grew up watching him, you know.
0: That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, I couldn't help but wonder, man. I you know, my tattoo guys dark horse and then I've introduced or uh interviewed uh Dark Horse genetics the other night. Okay, great Nice. Seen a dark horse whine the other day. I was wondering if there was, you know, a theme run in there. Like,
2: oh,
1: my God, what's
0: up <laughs> with fucking horse?
1: What am I missing? Right? <laughs> no, nope, just the football team.
0: Play a lot of sports man. when, uh, throughout your years? Were you a football um, player yourself? you big guy, yeah. man.
2: You yeah, I grew, up, I grew up
1: playing football for sure. Um, I wish I would have not got in trouble, and I would have stuck with it. And like, you know, if I would have stayed in regular high school and not gone to continuation school and shit, I could have. I don't know it got to put to college and all that shit, but but I'm glad that life turned out the way it did. You know,
0: right up, right
1: up. My oldest son, though uh, well, I mean, my stepson's my oldest son, but my 13 year old, my my son, um. He is super into football, plays uh, D one out here in Denver. Um, When we lived in California, he was playing L.A. County Pop Warner, which is uh, probably the best peewee football in the the whole fucking country. Um, We played two years in a row. Our championship game was against Snoop Dogg's team. So he was really cool. Like, uh, it was on their home games. Both, both games was on their home. Um, but they bought shoes for all our players and stuff, bought them all brand-new shoes. Like, after, after the game, they gave them cleats and stuff like that, found out their sizes before. Um, that dude is, like, goes over and beyond for youth sports. Like, Snoop Dogg is the shit, you know? Um, but, I mean, obviously, their team has personal trainers and shit, and they murdered us, you know, each time. But it was a cool experience though for him for sure.
0: Man, there's I hope that at some point that uh, more and more charitable uh, uh, people are more apt to take cannabis money. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, man. We I actually tried that at one point to. You know, uh the first 420 event, try to do like a charity event, man, and everybody that I contacted, man, was like, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs>
1: yeah, really.
0: Yeah, I couldn't believe it.
1: Huh, that is weird. Maybe a few years down the road. I know there's a few dispensaries here that um like when you go to their dispensary, they fucking uh, they sponsor little League teams and shit, you know.
0: Someday, hopefully, someday soon, man. Right? It'd be weird to see though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your sponsor is high West Cannabis.
2: <laughs> fucking
1: yeah, man.
0: yeah, that'd be Yeah, that'd be fucking a trip right there. Yeah, that'd be cool to see, you know, on anything really, you know what I mean?
1: I remember when sports. When it was first just like Prop 215 and stuff, like uh, my grandma's a nurse and then wife, my wife ended up becoming a nurse, but um, I was excited to see like, like them come out with some, like of course I was, you know, stupid, but I was thinking like, oh man, they're going to make this shit legal. They're going to do research. They're going to come out with a pill that cures cancer in 10 years, you know, <laughs> I think if they even found the cure for cancer, though, they would keep it real hush-hush. <laughs> that's probably one of their biggest moneymakers, you know, is shit like that. Oh, oh, that's
0: fucking no doubts, brother. There's no doubts on that. I mean, you look mm-hmm. back at uh, throughout history to anybody that's tried to put forth uh, a cure for cancer. I've seen research... As far as uh, high volumes of uh, TH or, uh, vitamin C killing cancer and other things nice. like that, man, anybody that's ever put forth any kind of evidence to shit like that has uh, mysteriously vanished or, you know what I mean, right? gotten sick and shit like that, man. They don't, you're Just right, like, man. They don't want
1: this. It's almost as deadly as having information on Hillary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah I, I'm
0: not I'm gonna tap out on the politics
2: oh That's definitely too,
0: too <laughs> said above a subject for some yeah.
2: <laughs> for sure for sure man this motherfucker is getting ready so are you all I- right working on
0: any strains of your own uh, for the future? What's, you know, you kind of hinted towards that, uh, that adventure.
1: So, um, I have 13 stable strains that I've worked on over the years, and well, uh, now i got to switch this microphone out. It's just uh, it's getting low. But uh, I've been talking with uh, Miss Jill about releasing my stuff, and uh, a couple of my things. Hopefully she's going to run them and seed bank or something. I don't know. I definitely want to explore the, the, the opportunities with it though, you know?
2: Nice. nice.
1: I just don't want to get labeled as one of those, like, like, you've put in all those years of work on something And, like, I've only given it to certain people, you know. I just don't want someone to come around and, like, oh, he's a fucking pollen chucker. Like, I I just hate that.
0: Well, I I don't know. It's easy to, you know, throw the term if you haven't seen, you know, It is the work they put in, you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, definitely, man. Well, hopefully,
0: uh, you at least make it into the tester realm over there with, Miss um, Jill. you know, that's first yeah. um, step first. Usually they take them seeds, dish them out and see if there's some interest and then
1: exactly. On to round yep. two. Yeah. I told her, um, I told her about the project I'm doing with a string that I already crossed too. And she was really excited about it. I told her I'm F3 in it. Um, I'm gonna probably do it at my daughter's. Um, when I set up the grow over there, I'm setting their shit up over there so I can so I can do a bit of breeding and stuff like that. I just don't want to pollen uh, cross pollination anything uh, cross pollinate anything here in my grow right now. Um, but if I just give her the flower, then I could just use her house for breeding and stuff like that, which is nice. But uh. She definitely wants some seeds of that and a couple other things I sent her. So, we'll see how it goes. That'd be nice. But uh, I'm mostly just counting on doing this stuff with Oklahoma, man, and and really just fucking making some legal money in the game, you know?
0: Right now, well, Right now, you kind of got to be a little versatile to, you know, be able to feel your way through the cannabis uh, industry to see where, you know, that, where that spot will open up for you.
1: Definitely, man. Yeah. This opportunity with Oklahoma really just came out of the blue really was, and it just fell in my lap to where I never thought in my life that I was going to be able to legally get into the cannabis industry because of my past charges. And for them to really open the doors for that, like, I'm so fucking so thankful for them doing this shit that I just have to get in now before they change their mind type of thing, you know? It was like, it needs to be done now. But my wife definitely didn't like it at first. She found out how much money I was going to sink into it and was like, "Uh, are you sure? (laughs) You know? But you got to... You got to risk it to get the biscuit, right?
2: That's right. Yeah, who it can be a scary adventure. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, if it
1: fails, it fails, you know? It's a learning experience, I guess. But there's always stuff to fall back on, you know? I just don't want to plumb the rest of my life. I don't want to go. I don't want to work on job sites the rest of my life. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sick of doing that shit as well. <laughs> oh,
0: I hope you I, I hope you're able to make the transition, my friend. I hope you're able yeah, to make the yeah. transition.
1: Hopefully we all can, man. Fucking A. There's definitely enough room, right? You know?
2: Yeah, there is. There is. There absolutely is. I'm to the. I'm
0: still to that point though. I'm. I'm very much feeling out where I want to be still in the cannabis industry. Yeah, that's why I kind of was saying that you still even for me at this point, you know, trying to decide where I want to fall in. You know, I'd love to be a large scale grower, but man, I've always had a problem with like large, you know, business. I've ran a few businesses. Partner, up has always been tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yep. you know,
1: just that trust I you got to really have.
0: Hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, even on like a large scale grow where I'd want to be, I, I, I'd probably want to be like my way or, you know, no way. So, yeah. I'd have a time. I think I'd have a tough time falling in line working for somebody. Uh so I'd wanna I wanna do it to myself for myself, but at this point, you know, making that transition kind uh, of tough. So
1: we're already running we're already into that issue, capitalize. man. So the guy that that I'm partnered up with is a double-ended guy. Like no question about it. He runs a, a 30 light grow here in Colorado and fucking he's a double ended all the way. And I'm like, bro, like we could get the same results with half the power with fucking these LEDs and cobs, you know. <laughs> and he doesn't want to fucking hear it, fucking up, oh, blended, I'm like, you know, and it's like fucking, you know, like, are we really gonna start this off with a fucking problem, you know, like the fuck, you know? But well, not I kind of just gotta fuel the tongue. fire
0: for you. But yeah, yeah, I'm mean, not, I'm not trying to put gas in your tank here, brother, but. I mean, what about like Cal, you know, California already where they're almost making it mandatory?
1: Exactly. Switch. That's one of the believe me, that's one and then you know, so why Oklahoma's not, running why the not same program.
0: Out? Yeah, so why not get used to the grow style now?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? Dude, that's my th- my two cents. We're trying out. to, I to I agree. We're
1: trying it. to compromise, but it's it's also a cost issue, you know, it's uh, the the fucking double ended its cost half as much, but then it you know you run into the fucking over our lifespan, you know, you're gonna have to put more money into those because you're getting a new bulb every other grow, you know That's a couple hundred bucks each light. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But bottom line though, if even if things don't go as planned and I have to bite the bullet for two years just to operate for two years down there meet all the residency requirements to open up my own shit which i mean fuck hopefully in 2 years i'll even be able to do that you know but then i could go operate in tulsa or oklahoma city where who know i might be able to get my wife to relocate if it's a nice city you know like she's not she's a nurse first off like she doesn't need money but her money is her money you know and we i pay all the bills and her money is her money um and she just doesn't want to fucking live somewhere where she's got to drive an hour to go into the city with the kids and you know so i understand it but it's like fuck don't hold us back
0: well i gotta give you props for multi-levels here you know, I got to give you props for, A, having the fucking vision to, you know, to make, put you put yourself out there to start a new adventure and
2: it's scary, to live man. the
0: dream. You know what I mean? I, I bet it is scary. But, you know, I'm a firm believer if you can see it overall, you know what I mean, it will happen. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. You just got to believe, but you got to see it. You got to see it. You know what I mean? You can't doubt it. You just got to know what's going to happen, and it will happen. So shout yep. out to you for you
2: know, oh, having yeah, that man.
0: dream, putting effort in. And I would like to give you a second shout out to having us, you know, of um, what sounds like an amazing family unit. You know what I mean? To
2: Definitely. Have my my wife is definitely you old school
0: shout, you know, to need to travel, help help set up that dream. Sounds like you got yep. a fucking good thing going there, brother, so you know, yeah, shout out to you and everybody. Thank you,
1: man. Thank you. I mean, I'm definitely, like, I grew up poor, you know, like, I mean, my dad had money, but my dad was always in and out of prison and shit like that, so he would have money for a while and then he would be gone, you know, <laughs> and I just never wanted that for my kids. I never, I didn't I fucked up by going to prison when they were younger, but I didn't want them to to worry about fucking money ever. Like that, that's we own some property in California that we rent out. Um and that's basically a fucking my retirement plan if I have to, you know? Like I'd like to keep it to pass it down though to to fucking the kids, fucking but I mean, if it hits a million dollars for that property, I'm selling that bitch and I'm buying two property and two more property in Arizona. (laughs) But then with the way the taxes are right now, like we thought about selling uh, this year and then the way the taxes got restructured, we would end up having to pay an extra 40,000 in taxes if we sell right now. So we're going to have to wait and, you know. See if that changes in the next couple years. let well, you know, who knows? It should always goes back and forth, you know.
0: Well, hopefully it all goes well for you, my friend. Hopefully it all goes oh, yeah. well for you. So,
2: which which one of
0: these uh, out of the thirteen would you uh, would you push first? Which which one are you most proud of? That would be like
1: that first one out um it would probably be my Ventura OG just because it was it's from 1998 is when I did the cross on it and uh and it's just a a keepsake of it you know like I got people back home that like begged me for that shit because fucking it's not around anymore there's only a couple growers that are real close with me there that have seeds of it back home um And then I've given it to a couple YouTubers and stuff like that. And just seeing their reactions growing is like, like I kind of want to share it now, you know? I was kind of brought up in that time where it was like, you do that work for yourself and you don't share it with anybody because you put all that work into it. So you keep it. And you know what I mean? Like people will come to you because they want that, you know?
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, Nowadays uh, I'm,
1: nice and I get, uh, I want to get I want to get a big enough following to where um, I've always wanted on like June 1st everyone to go out and plant fucking as many clones as you can everywhere you know and then go throw a mail or two out there you know let's put enough plants out there to where a the city either has to hire people to get rid of them, or B, they get sick and tired of paying the salary for someone to get rid of them, but they're like, let's just make this shit legal, you know, no restrictions. And I think if we plant it everywhere and push it down their throat enough, like, that's where we're going to get shit changed a little bit. Right now, we're just giving them our money, and fucking, and they're turning around instead of, instead of using it to better our society, they're lining their pockets. And they're like, how can we make more? Let's let's make it to where they can't grow their own medicine at home, so they have to buy it from us, you know? Like, like what the fuck? There's The, the pie is huge here, you know? Like, everybody can have their share of the pie.
0: I think there'll come a time, though, where that aspect will kind of burn itself out. It'll come first, but hopefully burn itself out. We'll get back to, you know... Uh, where craft is more sought after than the easy, the easeability of just store-bought cannabis. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I think it was Dutch Gross, uh that was talking about that same thing where he talked, you know, I hope that it comes back to where we can, you know, at one point we had here a caregiver market that was set up basically like a farmer's market. You know what I mean? Everybody brought their shit. You could walk through there, vendor to vendor, fucking, you know, buy it. That would be awesome,
1: man. That would be awesome. The farmer's market.
0: And uh, hopefully that, you know, that will come back around. And I think it will. I think there'll be a demand for that.
1: Definitely. I think we just got to do it ourselves, man. You know, we just got to really start doing, like, they don't let us sell genetics out here, but we do all these secret pop-up events and fucking, I make so much money uh, selling genetics at these events and shit. I get wholesale deals so I can get the stuff half off so I can release it at the same price they're selling it on their websites for. You know? I'm going to go to a a show in Missouri after that Terp Throwdown um, with another YouTube grower, actually, uh, Shield Maiden Garden. Um, She's a female grower, and I'm trying to get her and Miss Jill introduced. Awesome. Yeah, she's got a big chest piece, yeah. Um, She's down there in Missouri, and um, when she told me what she paid for shatter, i was really fucking upset and i actually i gotta go to the post office still to drop it off but i'm gonna send her a bunch of stuff and fucking she was telling me that that she paid for less than 0.3 grams of shatter 80 dollars 80 fucking dollars man all right so uh she invited me to do an event there uh with her and run a booth and uh I'm going to bring so many fucking genetics down there and I'm going to get them a killer prices, just to fucking get everyone fucking growing, you know? Oh, yeah.
2: man, Those are the people I like to help, one, man.
0: That was one of the best of uh, endeavors of my life right there was hitting the ground, running, uh, selling seeds, fucking yeah. seeing the impact hand to hand. And fucking, it's fucking very, very worthy <laughs>
1: endeavor. So I started advertising on Craigslist here again, and um, every now and then I'll do it, and they'll get taken down and shit. But I had a dude call me last night at midnight, and uh, I was on a YouTube live with someone, so I lost track of time. You know, I thought it was early. He called me and was like, "Hey man, do you still have that calculator genetics?" And I was like, "Yeah, they're three hundred bucks." And um, he was like, I'm driving from Omaha right now, and I'm moving to Phoenix. And he was like, I'll be in Denver in about an hour. Like, is there any way you can meet me? And I looked at the time, and I was like, fuck, it's midnight, man. And then I was like, yeah, bro, I'm going to meet you. And I, I bring him a bunch of free shit, and I give him a bunch of my genetics for free, you know. He was stoked as shit. Uh, but, like, I like to help people like that. Like, I got a few people I help on Instagram with their grows and stuff and uh and i'll i'll take the time out of my day to sit down and talk with these people bro because it's it's fucking cool to see someone that's just getting into it that's like and they just want to learn all this stuff about you know how it grows why it grows like this you know like it's fucking awesome but a lot of us started growing like i ain't gonna lie you know i started growing when it was 4500 a pound so it was like that was definitely fucking part of why we grew you know fucking uh, but just to see fucking all these people that it, it helps them they use it for this you know they'll tell you why they use it you Who know, they could be full of shit you know what I mean but it still makes me feel like I'm helping them because they tell me some shit
0: growing cultivating the plant has been another amazing part of the journey you
2: know
0: For me, it was strictly fucking getting high up until the cultivation of it. it, For me, up until cultivation, it was fucking straight up hustle. I would be fucking lying to everybody if I didn't say truth. You know what I mean? And It was. It was up until that point, even at that point, uh, because of you know one reason or another uh the hustle was down and i was paying out of pocket and that fucking out of pocket was like fuck this man yeah hell yeah <laughs> the hustle out of it. this sucks man i gotta compensate for somehow and then started growing on it and then once you know you start growing it does it take it something completely different clicks once you start cultivating yep. the plant. it takes out it has a ton more weight and again that isn't like a pun <laughs> you know what i mean but it does it has yeah it's like you're it changes you're you creating
1: it. something you know and you're creating something that you use you know that has value fucking it's like teaching your kid Definitely, to do yeah. something and he you know like you're like i taught him to do that you know
0: Right. Uh it does man it, it cultivates us as it, i think as we cultivate it the longer definitely the longer rig so uh where do you see uh, yourself going in the future there what's your next you know you kind of gotta concentrate on one so it will you think yeah. it will be the dispensary in oklahoma yeah i now? think
1: the the next, like, I think the next two to three years is going to be Oklahoma. And, uh, but I mean, in the meantime, if I'm a 25% owner down there and another state opens up like somewhere else, like that's more appealing to live that, uh, offers the same opportunity, then I'm definitely willing to make the jump, you know, um, the thing with Oklahoma was, you know, like I, I wanted to get in Oklahoma about a year ago, but I would have had to rely on the people that I know in Oklahoma to be the 75 percent owner and I would have had to put up 100 percent of the money. So it was like there was just too much chance of just one thing going wrong and everything turns to shit, you know, where this guy now is he came to me as a he's a rep for Grotech um he's in the game already growing really quality flour and then when he came to me and was like hey i own this building in McAllister. all we need to do is go down there and get the license you know and i was like fucking let's go you know let's do this like i really got him back into really just kicking it in the high gear because he was at the point where he was going to give up on going down there and he was just going to rent the building out to someone else to do the same thing and he would still make money off of it but not nearly the money that we're gonna make you know but shit after that i'd like to get i'd like to get back to the west coast if uh if fucking shit changes if meet kevin becomes governor we will move back to california (laughs) he's from my hometown and shit uh I don't know if you've seen his lives before. He's got like six million followers. Fucking, he's cool as fuck. He gives really good financial advice too.
0: Yeah, they need they need somebody go in there and clean up them fucking cannabis laws. Over there.
1: Definitely, man. And
2: for the
0: fucking pioneers in the cannabis industry, the first ones you know get shit going. They've got right. things more fucked up, in my opinion. Than- any other state. Oh, is it's so right the,
1: the cannabis industry got so messed up with rec there, man. And now it's like, if you wanna get into the game, you have to have a, a million five to even step foot into an operation, you know? Just with all the regulations they put on top of it. So when these other states open like Oklahoma and they're like, oh yeah, no regulations at all. No plant counts, no nothing. I'm like what is is it too good to be true you know
2: that's what
0: i thought Listen, you know what i thought you want know to hear a funny little story too as far as this is it too be good to be too good to be true uh, excuse me man, fucking fucking stolen, <laughs> man. <laughs> um is uh when cannabis became legal here in michigan they spelt it with, with uh, marijuana, with an H here, on everybody's cards. It was spelled with an H, and I was like, "Oh, this is it! They got us on a fucking loophole, on technicality and shit." You know what I mean? It isn't <laughs> the same, man. They fucking they're gonna fucking let us all start growing, and they're gonna bust us for marijuana and shit. They're gonna be right. like, "I hey, don't know, you fucking, your license to grow," you know. What yeah. You know what the
1: Yeah, the T and mean? H was I mean, legal, but not the C. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Trick you, fuckers. Trick you, fuckers. <laughs> they actually, and nowadays it's changed. They actually it's the correct spelling these days. But man, I was like for years, man. I'm like, oh, just waiting for it. Just waiting for something. silly. <laughs> yeah.
1: I remember the first time going to a doctor um, to get a cannabis prescription, you know, to to get your rec or to get your fucking uh, two fifteen card, and it was like this is all we have to do is come in here and talk to a doctor that's laid back as shit, you know. And it's like he tells you what to say to get extended plant counts and all. You know what I mean? Like they're cool as shit. Anyone in Colorado. It's interested in moving to Colorado or, or whatever, I'll tell you right now, when you go to the doctor here, they run it a little more legit. But um, when you go to the doctor here and they ask you how you consume your marijuana, if you say that you only make edibles and RSO with it, then they will double your plant count to 75. Or it's more than double, but they'll up your plant count to 75 from 24. So definitely good to know.
2: <laughs>
0: oh man, I just can't wait till it's you know legal across across the board, put in good ways. So hopefully we we do it right.
1: Yeah, definitely. I hope it steps in a direction to where like a hybrid system, you know, like we have some benefits like like I I agree with the Canadian benefits, like they can send. Up to an ounce in the mail to each other with no no worry about it, you know? That would be fucking amazing. Tell me about it. Tell me, me
0: about it. That would be, not that I don't enjoy my uh patient time, you know what I mean? But there's definitely some times there when uh dropping it in the mail would be so much quicker and fuck yeah. I mean, Um, just drop it in the mail.
1: I know a a good amount of us mail it anyway, but that is so much stress for those two days. I can't fucking sleep when I if I got like a few pounds going to something, you know. Like it's fucking, it's I'm a wreck until it hits, you
2: know. (laughs) So what would be? uh...
0: I need mean, to brother. Well, uh, no, do you have anything that's like uh, on the burning pop to pop list in there? Anything that's burning um, the hole in your pocket that's like, oh, that's next out.
1: Definitely. Um, I just popped uh, Eastside Mac from Calculator. Um, and then I popped uh, uh, Strawberry Starburst from uh, Irie Genetics um, at this last event I was at. He had a fucking joint he rolled to that. Uh, we were smoking my garlic, and then he passed around a joint of that. And the I've never had a strawberry bud, like like strawberry cough. Yeah, it tastes great, you know, great terp. This stuff was so strawberry. It tasted like you were biting into a damn strawberry. Like It was so just strawberry on your tongue, you know. Um, so I'm really excited about that terp uh, because most – Most of those fruity strains that I've tried, they aren't really potent, you know, that they have those great turks, but it's kind of like, you're not even high like 20 minutes later, you know? Like this shit hit me fucking, it hit me like a Mack truck. I'm like, damn, this is good. (laughs) So I just popped those two. I Uh, I got some Mac and Jack from Ethos I just popped. Um, I popped their headband cookies too. And then that Trump is really like, that's the kicker, low, You know, that's it's something that you can't. Nobody can get it. You know, you can't just go out and get it if you want it. So just being exclusive like that is just has this aura around it. You know, like I had to do it now.
0: <laughs> oh, I definitely like the hard get. I'm a, I'm weird like that anyway about uh, limited bullshit. Yeah. Uh, that's what, you know, I, I was, I've been a tester for years and years and years, and that's one of the main things I've always talked about is one of the reasons why I flip my strains too, man. I, I don't have a lot of interest in growing what, like, you, pretty much like you were talking about earlier, your daughter trying to get you to grow the cookies and shit. I have no fucking to to grow like that shit. You know what I mean? Because I know right. if if it's already at that point right now, uh, by the time you know I get it out there or whatever, you know, it's fucking done. It's fucking done. Yep. You know. It's,
1: yeah. All the high. You know, mean, yeah. Uh, eat and those. No, you again, ethos? They're great.
0: Like you were kind of saying there earlier, it's you know, it's no fun when you show up to the party and everybody's got you know. You show up with that case of Budweiser, and everybody else is brought Budweiser too. You know what I mean? Exactly. You yeah. want to bring that? Yeah. It's nice to have that one that everybody's like, "Hey man, what the what the fuck did you bring,
1: man? That's fucking yeah." Nice. Where can where can I get that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I definitely so carry a lot of the the popular genetics though, the Masonics, the the calculator. Like, I mean, calculator. You can't go wrong with anything he's got, you know. But Ethos, though, is—I've been pushing them pretty hard lately. Um, everything that I've done from them has been top-notch. I got some of their member OG here in the back, and it's—it's it's like a, a fucking oil tanker, you know. Like I can't even wait to see what this stuff presses. I know it's gonna—you could just tell it's gonna be over twenty-five percent. It's gonna—it's gonna press to the moon, you know. <laughs> but everything I've run from ethos has been amazing and everything they have is a hundred dollars a pack. Now you can't go wrong with it if it's a hundred dollars for a pack of genetics like someone put some good work into that you can't go wrong with $100, you know? hey, I've a hundred
2: dollars I ran a little bit of some ethos
0: there. Yeah and, uh, I ran the uh, insane in the membrane. Which was uh, I couldn't. It was one of the strains I had a hard time. About containment right there. If
1: you know. That was a tester one, wasn't
2: it?
0: No, I bought that straight out, man. At, oh, did uh, you? Okay. The Detroit Cup. Yeah. Okay. And it was the one when it was released. They didn't release like it was purposely their hype strain. It was yeah, okay. supposed to be thirty-four percent. They didn't release, you know, talk about what the really genetics were. It was supposed to be like super loud, blah, blah, blah. Of course I bit. Of course I bit. And man, it was it was a good strain. I wouldn't say it was it was loud. Wasn't my most potent strain by any means. But what fucking was crazy about that thing is I could fucking flip it at damn near six inches. That fucker would still be seven foot tall. Damn. <laughs> you know what it mean? Flowers like, like, that, like huh? there was yeah, It stretched and stretched and stretched and man, it was hard to tame. The only way yeah. I ended up being able to tame it, it was like on the last run, I ran it in a scrog under an LED. And that was like as a you know, a stretch, you just could keep eating it, feeding and feeding and feeding it. But other than that, man, it, it it couldn't be tamed in a 10. It just couldn't yeah. be tamed in a 10. Yep. But, uh, yep. I ran it also, uh, there, uh, I-O-G-O-G-O. And that fucking strain was fire. That strain yeah, no, was, yeah. man. Super tasty, man. I yep. love that one. That was good.
2: Yeah, Which I was one was, all
0: uh, the ethos? Oh, I was just getting ready to use a certain one that, uh, in particular?
1: Um... Let's see. I like the Membro G a lot. Um, I like their gelatos. Um, their apex is fucking top notch. That's their, one of their lilac diesel crosses. Um, I mean, all their stuff is good. Um, I'm running, I just popped their headband cookies and, uh, I got turned onto that from a cut that I ran a few times from a buddy and it was amazing. And then, um, I ended up not taking cuts of it, and then when I hit him up to get a cut of it, he was like, oh, I'm not running it anymore, you know. I was like, son of a bitch. So I fucking broke down and got a pack of it for myself. Um, I'm pretty excited about their Mac and Jack. That's a Mac 1 crossed with a 94 Jack Herrera. Um, I have that popped right now. But um, I have their Great Diamonds. That's a member berry pheno, uh, crossed with another member berry pheno. Um, every, but like I sell genetics, every probably five people that hit me up to see what I have directly, first thing they ask me is, hey, do you have ethos, you know? So, I mean, they're a, they're a pretty hot strain right now. And I think it's because people are getting into getting really good genetics, and they're seeing the prices, you know, they're seeing that for somebody putting amount of work into something, they want 200 they want $300 for a pack of them, you know, or Ethos is doing it big enough to where he can release his stuff in a hundred a pack and make money, you know. So I really like to get behind companies that keep the price low and have really good quality products like that. Oh,
0: I'm kind of kicking myself or not. It's just a seed collector, you know. they've got you know great genetics and all that. But man, as a seed collector, I wish I would have got in on that buy-in uh, <laughs> when that was going around. And that yeah, sequence sequence three fucking told me to. He, at the point when he was going nudge nudge, get in on this. I think he got in at like a hundred bucks. That 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 level of it. I was like, man, I, wow. I could have been getting boatloads loads of seeds for, you know, that $100. Yep. That shit. That
1: right now, what I do is um, I'll contact them and ask for a wholesale deal. And most of the companies like Dungeness Fault Genetics, um, they'll offer anyone a wholesale deal. You just have to buy 100 packs at a time. So their stuff sells for 150 on their website. You come to them with 7500 cash. They'll give you 100 packs, plus they'll give you 100 freebie packs, and then they'll give you testers and all kinds of stuff. So you can really make, if you're selling it even cheaper than they're selling it, you can you can triple up your money pretty easily. make 20 grand off of 7,500, you know. It's just selling them online and Instagram and all that stuff's a little slow. Going to these events, though, you'll unload two, three hundred Uh, packs of genetics no problem you know people are really thirsty for these damn things at these events man I agree agree. (laughs) and I get it like if you haven't bought off Instagram sending a Venmo to some guy you've never met before that you can't see something in front of you is a little, little sketch you know but I got plenty of people though that Believe me, my Venmo stays full, man. (laughs) I bought all my lights and shit off my Venmo and fucking. We'll go out to dinner off that motherfucker and shit. Oh
2: shit. Oh shit. Was that him? I think he. I think I seen him
0: tap his button there. I think he fucking hung up on us. See, he tapped that earpiece and it was like, keep gone. Oh, man. Uh, all right, let's see how I can do this.
2: Oh, hold on. Here. If you're watching, Mr. Uh, Big Bob. I'm trying to figure out to the county. yeah. All right. So cheers, everybody. Hopefully you've been enjoying the show so far. see. i got to go into a
0: lightning-finger
2: mode. Hold on. Be patient with
0: me, Mr. Robert. Mr.
2: Big Bob. Just going to have to go fast. Here we go. Cheers! You Sorry doing? about that, man. He fell out there uh, quickly.
1: Yeah, I was press the wrong button or something. I guess
0: <laughs> that's what I said too, man. I was like, I think he just hung up on us.
2: I see him like tap <laughs> his ear and fucking. He yeah, was
1: I just got they're my son's earbuds, and they're like those wireless kind and something. Touch them sometimes to like push them back in and it'll turn shit off.
2: It's funny. I'm glad you came back. Glad you came back. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it would be nice to have Usually. all of my kids just have four different houses and rock seventy-five plants apiece. <laughs>
0: It is a nice dream, isn't it? Right. Talking about trustworthy folks, you know, being able to pass on to next uh, trustworthy folks, man, would be the ultimate dream right there.
1: Yeah, hell yeah. Yep. I know my daughter now is like, I'll go pick her up from work and it'll be, if me and my wife are both here, um, she'll call me first. And be like, Dad, will you pick me up? And I'm like, oh, okay, fine, you know. And uh, she works at the mall, you know, so I'll go to pick her up. And before I leave though, I'll be like, Oh, can you bring a quarter here? <laughs> like, this is why you want me to pick you up not your damn mom. <laughs> her mom just uh my wife was in the room the other night. Um, after all that stuff happened, we all ended up coming back here to the house. And uh I thought my wife was asleep and I I rolled up a joint real quick and I lit it and fucking me and my daughter smoking wine on the couch and uh, my wife comes out and she like she knows she smokes but she like she doesn't want to see it you know my wife doesn't smoke she's like I can't believe you she's a damn adult stop you know you know it's it's awkward that
2: first time too super awkward
0: that first time
1: Oh, for sure, definitely. I remember um, I was like 13 years old, maybe like 14, and um, I got I had gotten in trouble, and my dad had to pick me up from school. He had to leave work, uh, so he was pretty pissed off, and uh, he was like, "You, I could smell the weed on you," and I was like, "What?" You know, like trying to play stupid. He was like, "You smoke weed, huh?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, come on, we're going to go to your cousin's house. And we, we drove to my cousin's house, and um, I didn't even know I had this cousin, you know, because I was so young and shit. But um, he had, like, the fucking best weed I've ever seen, you know? And it was like, holy shit, when only, like, four people sold weed in the town, you know? <laughs> it was like, opened up a new world, you know? Oh, shit. <laughs> and me and my dad smoked all the time after that.
0: You know, uh, it was kind of fun the first time, that that same daughter there, uh, the first one that left there, uh, it was a weird, weird encounter the first time I smoked with her because she had asked me to go to uh, the hash bash with her and that boyfriend, and I'm like, hash bash? And uh, I'm like, (laughs) so you smoke, huh? Yeah, 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 and the truth came out that she'd been smoking the whole time with that cat. And uh, their first date was the the hash bash the year prior. (laughs) And uh, I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. So I actually the whole time down, you know, kind of awkwardly smoking there, and the whole time I'm like sizing it, can't man, like,
2: <laughs> like <the red>. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do will never change
1: either, man. <laughs>
0: What? Yeah, you know, I was like, man, this is kind of cool, but man, I don't know about this motherfucker. What else is he talking to? You or into, basically, I Yeah, yeah
1: you know, I didn't even want to go on that subject, but believe me, bro. Like, sometimes I look at that kid and just like, you know, I wish my daughter was fucking lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. He just is tough. I don't
2: know. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm sure it would. But, I'm sure it would. Anyway, so at the, it, the, I'm
0: sorry. I don't mean to cut uh, you off, brother. Cora. No, go ahead. I was going to say the other half of that story was it was also a kind of uh, outing with me to her because right. she knew I would grown weed, but she had never known to the scale I was into the the cannabis industry at that point so right. we no sooner get out of the car down there and fucking somebody drives by and you fucking scream hey what the fuck's
2: up and i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's all I'm yeah <laughs>
0: She was in all about all the fucking people that we had talked to that day, and shit. Man, I'm like, okay, it's time to have a little talk when we get home. I, of course, I didn't want to have that talk in front of the boyfriend <laughs> there, right? But uh, it, it things were changed at that point. You know, it was <laughs> it was a funny, funny eye opening day there. All along. Cool day though. Oh
1: yeah. Incredible. That's, uh, my daughter grew up with plants in the garage and plants in the backyard. So, I mean, her birthday parties and stuff were always limited to close friends, you know, um, but she, she has a kick out of watching some of her older birthday parties from when she was a little kid. And there's one party, I think it was her seventh birthday party. I had like 40 sour diesels in the backyard all in five gallon pots. And uh, there was like rows of them, you know? And her and her friend, uh, they were fucking almost done. And her and her friend are running through them with their arms out, like slapping all the nugs, you know? And uh, I, I turn over and I see them. I'm like, get the get the fuck out of the plants, you know? Uh, but she has a kick out of watching that shit, you know? Which is cool that we put that type of shit on video, you know?
0: It is, man. It's the golden age, man. And it's, again, man, I can't thankful. you know, I am very thankful for YouTube letting us do this fucking every day. And look, YouTube's been up and down with, you know.
2: Yeah, they go back and forth. And shit, but.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> You'd but figure I mean, they'd cool see how
1: much, uh people come on here and want to learn how to grow and that you know and like fuck it's the same you know you make the same amount of money off of them viewing stuff as anyone else like why can't they just make money off it and monetize us? you know be nice maybe in the future you know it's just
0: amazing that they they let us chronicle this shit the way they do are currently letting us do anyway
1: yeah just the amount of information that we get to move around, you know, is, is fucking overwhelming. Like, someone can learn how to grow without having a, a mentor or a, a, a so-called master grower teach them, you know? Like, you could just hop on YouTube, buy a pack of genetics online, and get going. No one has to know nothing. Yeah.
2: So,
0: uh, what all... What I guess this is a fair question. If somebody were to show up to the vendor booth, what are genetics are you off?
1: Um, I'll have a mix of everything. I'll also have my stuff there, um, but I'll have Capillator, in house genetics, Masonic, I Beam Poppin, Ethos, Irie, um, Adam Dunn. Um, See, uh, what gets me is a lot of people don't know who Adam Dunn is, man. Um, and he's one of the most prolific fucking breeders there is, you know. Um, I'm actually supposed to go on his show in the next couple of weeks. Um, I've been working with Rasta Rob a lot, hand-in-hand uh, hand here in Colorado. Um, I actually came really close to investing in their Area 420 Um Right now, they're offering for 200000 for you to come in instead of 800000 which is the normal operating cost uh, to get your licenses and everything. They're offering for 200000 You buy in and use their facilities, and you can get, you can get power at $0.07 a kilowatt, too, because of where it's at and everything in the middle of nowhere. Um, so it's a pretty cool operation they got. But me and him, I was actually walking to the car to go put some stuff away at this event. And uh, I had had a seven thousand dollar order that got fucking seized, and uh, and I was I was fucking livid because uh, the company that offers it also offers this. It's a guaranteed shipping, but it's like a six hundred dollar insurance. You know, I'm not paying six hundred dollars off something that I'm only gonna double my money off of. You know, it's just it doesn't make any sense. Um, and I got screwed out of it. I, I got screwed really bad. And, uh, we started talking about C tier now and stuff like that. And, uh, that's a company that he works with and everything. And, uh, I was like, bro, you know what Colorado needs is we need an outdoor event here. That is a weekend long music camping, fucking the whole shebang, you know, like, and that's they're working on that right now when they open area 420, they're going to have that too. It's, they're going to offer a few different concert events, Mendo Dope, Cottonmouth Kings, and it's going to be camping for like four days, and it's going to be fucking dope, man.
2: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And we, We're starting to get a few events
0: like that here in Michigan, man. Uh, we had a, There's one uh, up here in Northern Michigan, a campground type event, and I think there's a uh, similar uh event going down in uh southern michigan there the rainbow the rainbow farm there which is known for some psychedelic uh for magical forest and shit like Oh yeah pretty fucking
2: yeah
0: there. but uh fucking that shit's cool as hell i mean i can't be the when the first one i went to man i thought man this is fucking the magic in my opinion didn't start until the event was cool as fuck, uh, but you know, it was cooler when you no know, fucking everything was winding down and people were going around the campfires, and fucking, you know, yeah, smoking that's the down. Best you can hear man. the stories,
2: yeah, that was fucking awesome.
1: You meet new yeah. people, you know, fucking hell
2: yeah. Fuck yeah, man, there should be more
0: of that. There should be really, should.
2: Yeah, you know definitely, me, man.
0: That I just kind of thought of, like along that lines, that it's like a dying, dying, uh, cultural event here. But would be perfect for cannabis. If anybody's got the fucking collateral for this, it would be fucking uh, smoking uh, drive-ins you can't smoke indoors anyway, but wouldn't it be cool to fucking pull up and fucking smoke down while you watch the old fucking movie on the old right. screen and
2: fucking really yeah, yeah. that'd be fucking also.
1: Awesome. Um I know here in Colorado um which i, I bring it up because I, I believe Michigan is trying to pass the same law but um when you sign for your driver's license here you basically sign a, a waiver if the police want to, they can take DNA from you to have you tested. If they think that you're under the influence of cannabis, they can say, hey, and I got a DUI for this here. It's, it's a DWI. Um, they say fucking, hey, it smells like weed and shit like that. So they can have an EMT come to the scene and give you a test right there to see what your levels are, right? But the way that it is, it has to be fixed. And there's already petitions and shit for it to be fixed. Um, But say you dab at all, you know, you could dab and then four days later get pulled over and your levels are still too high. Like, they're trying to say, like, oh, if you smoke, you're not allowed to drive within 12 hours. Like, get the hell out of here, you know?
0: Yeah, that's very unaccurate. Unaccurate, man. I I would wake up on any given day over the level i haven't even fucking had that morning fucking smoke yet, fuck. I'd be over the- I
1: know it Yeah, was. yeah, exactly, man. Um, that's the thing out here. You're, you're, um, you're never gonna see jobs not drug test anymore until it becomes federal legal, just because of insurance purposes and shit. You get hurt on the job, but uh, but I'm really good at my job, and I'm an asshole. You know what I mean? So they keep me around no matter what, but. I can't imagine not smoking a joint on the way to work, you know? Like, if I had to deal with those motherfuckers without taking a dab or sh- taking a couple hits, you're like, I'd lose my fucking mind.
0: You know, and that's one of the reasons why here in Michigan, man, I still preach, man, Get that, med- keep that medical card, you know, for the reasons that you just talked about right there, man. You get fucking hurt yeah. on the job. You wanna be able to fucking have that that HEPO fucking you know blanket over you. I need it because of my ace and pains and fucking it's my medicine, all true, all yep. true. But without that fucking that card there, you can you get hurt, you have cannabis in your system, they treat you like you fucking been drinking alcohol. Recreational, yep. recreational, you know what I mean? might as well get it to save your ass and for many reasons many 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 reasons you know what I
1: mean I was working with a company and uh I cut the tip of my finger off and um when the safety guy came he like I was wrapping my hand up and I was just gonna go to the hospital and he was like I have to take you you know I'm like fuck you know this motherfucker's like i had to i had to go stop and get some fake piss first you know what i mean because i know when you get there they're gonna tell you hey we need a urine sample too you know after they sew you up and shit so fucking uh, we're driving and he looks over and this guy is cool as shit bro he looks over and he's like do you need to stop at your car or anywhere and i was like yeah i need to stop at a smoke shop <laughs> he was cool as shit drove me straight there I had my shirt off and I had my shirt wrapped around my finger to like stop the bleeding. You know, (laughs) the the, the dude was cool as shit. It was a a smoke shop that uh, I walked in there. I didn't have my wallet. I didn't have anything. And uh, they're like 25 bucks. And I was like, bro, I need, I need a drug test thing right now. Like I go to reach for my wallet and have it. Like I can't go ask this guy to borrow 25 bucks. You know, he's like, bro, just come back one day. So, fucking like two weeks later, I went back there and fucking I paid for it and I gave the dude like a half ounce of bud. Fucking he was stoked, you
2: know? That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: I just want to one more time just throw this out there.
2: Please,
0: in all seriousness, to those watching, I know you know this, is, Bob, but to everybody that's watching it will watch this in the future, I'm absolutely serious. If you have a medical card or you had a medical card,
2: please,
0: please, 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 please renew that medical card. Support your local caregiver system. Moreover, the reason why I'm pleading with you to go get that card and keep that card isn't just because of the caregiver, caregiver system not just protect because of the protection at work and all the medical protection, but for research, you know, for research purposes, and to keep medical cannabis money going, because research is only funded by numbers. You know yep. what I'm saying? And if less and less cards are being pulled every year funding for proper medical cannabis research will dwindle. So in medical cannabis yep. is what started this all. So I mean stick to the roots, please keep that card, keep you on know, oh, not yeah. just for protection, but to keep interest in medical cannabis going in general.
2: But yeah if not, it's not going to go wreck My little. Oh, yeah. Once it goes wrecked, they take away all our rights, man.
1: Fucking A. Wait, I got to get off here pretty quick here. My wife's texting me a few times.
0: <laughs> no worries, brother. Like I said, man, I appreciate you jumping on. You know, I'm you, know, Thank even you even for 10 minutes or whatever, man. You know, it helps kick the night off and get things rolling. You did way more than 10 minutes. I'm grateful for every minute. Oh, yeah. It's been thank a great you, conversation, brother.
2: You know, yeah, thank I'm you sure for having me, bro. For you sure.
0: It's been uh, very grateful for to get to meet you firsthand, sit in on this conversation. And uh, you are like nobody else, no different than anybody else, my friend. You have done the time, so you have earned your right, your invitation to come hang out in any wormhole anytime you see fit the invitation that i sent you tonight is the invitation that we use nightly for the wormholes so anytime you want to come hang out you know chime in even if you want to just pop in and be a box and fucking smoke down with us yeah Yeah, you watch the show i'm sure you've seen a few wormholes yeah for sure yeah yeah. for sure Sometimes it's fun, but you know, even if you want to just pop on and say, "Hey, man, I'm gonna be in fucking mass next week. You need some seeds? Hit me up." You know, I'm cool with that because you know, everybody right there with you. More people that we can get growing strengthens the fight overall. So yeah, you know, if, yep. I'm right. If, if many I can help you, can. help them find that fire genetics. I'm, I'm down, brother.
2: Yeah, so man.
0: one last thing I'd like to get from you before you go. I don't know if you've caught enough of the shows to know, but uh, I'm looking to get the soundbite uh, from you. Uh, you, heard, you probably heard that recording in progress. This is the only part yes, of the sorry. show that I do record for uh, convenience sake. Uh, will you give me a soundbite for the show? This is episode 411 if you want to throw that in your soundbite. This is basically at some point we'll be commercial for the year episode, so for sure, uh, yeah, definitely make it make them want to watch Big Bob, make them want to yep. watch.
1: Yep, and <laughs> hey, this is Big Bob's Grow. We're over here at Eagle Gardens talking shit. Episode four one one. Tune in.
2: Let's grow some fire.
0: Thank you, brother. I do appreciate your time, man, and not only for what you've done here tonight but the effort you put into the canvas community sounds like you've got a lot going good luck to you in oklahoma don't be such a stranger pop in man i
2: look forward to hearing
1: from you and thank you for doing what you do bro like you give a place for people to come to and and like they could just be new you know learning about this shit this type of place is somewhere they could get in chat and ask advice from multiple people like it's it's never-ending information you know what i mean it's fucking dope as hell
0: well now you're part of it and i'm looking forward to your input, brother so thanks yeah. again brother,
1: and you man. have a great yeah, night thank man. you you too brother we'll see you man
2: take care man you too brother
0: One great episode with Big Bob Grows. Hopefully, I I know, hopefully, I see that you guys have enjoyed it. Ten thumbs down tonight, guys. One of them is mine. Come on. Take this shit down. Big Bob's was a great episode. 82 thumbs up. That's pretty amazing. So, I'll take the good with the bad. As I said, it isn't about that number. Not at all. But, it is a little bit of bullshit. You guys... Know the deal, I guess I'll fire up the wormhole if some of you guys want to jump in and hang out for a few. I really need to kind of hang in the background, get some work done, so if you guys want to pop on, don't mind me hanging in the background while you guys talk some shit, I'll fire up the wormhole, but if not, you guys have a good one, I appreciate your time for hanging out thus far. Hopefully you guys know the deal. What we're trying to do around here, do something nice for somebody. Please, random acts of kindness. Do save lives. But don't forget yourself in that process. You can't give what you don't have. Take care of yourself.
2: Hopefully I'll see you guys in a few. Thank you for tuning in. Greatly it.